All right, everybody. We're back. Shot out of a cannon, ready to up. It's going to be quite a week that we need to cover here. By all means, your host, Rod Barajas. Proud and excited to have a cohort today with me today. Let me introduce you real quickly to my friend, Joey Ancona. What's up, brother? Hey, man. How's it going? You sound good. Thank you. So do you. God, you got a great voice. Uh, you don't have the whiskey cigarette uh, voice that I have, but the uh, nice. The flattery will get you everywhere with me, my friend. <laughs> don't flatter him. You have to do it. I have to. We had an amazing dinner at Yankuku. He had never done do-it-yourself barbecue type stuff. I mean, yes. Korean's awesome. Yes. Uh, but you end up smelling like a kimchi and like every possible spice on the planet. So we actually did gaikuku, which is Japanese, and believe it. I mean, would you agree that was like? It was really good. It was and really I, good. I, I didn't realize how hungry I was until they started bringing out plates of meat to meat. Cook, so it was- and the funny part is that um, <laughs> um, his wife and I went to high school together, so I've known her forever, and she's on a kick where she eats specifically vegetarian stuff. Yes, she does. So it's not often that you get to partake of the... No, the, no. I feel guilty when I make bacon for the my sons and stuff so in the good. morning, but she's just like, oh, it smells great. I'm like, you want some? No. No. <laughs> Do you have any fried tofu? <laughs> That's right. So um, I'm like, oh, well, you, you better be ready, because we're going to eat meat. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to eat meat. And like, they just brought out plates and plates of it. So <laughs> it was great. So we're on a meat high here. So we're definitely going to be talking yeah, about We're going to get the beef sweats in a minute. I'm sure it's I'm already good. breaking out. <laughs> and then, of course, we got to introduce Alina. Alina, say hello. Hello. Alina is the person you hear when you call. And I know we're going to get a bunch of calls tonight. Because <sighs> we, we, got, we got an interesting topic that's uh, been kind of blowing up on the so internet. Please be nice to me. Don't cuss me out. Yeah, it's not Alina's fault that mm-hmm. Rod's a d- no, I can't That's be a true. <laughs> I've already been like warned. Like people are like, oh, this show can go either way. Like you could like absolutely alienate everybody on the planet, or it could be really good. And I'm like, I've really literally run out of <laughs> to give. I mean, I I worked in radio for 12 years, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You know, I got program directors, and I know what I have to follow. But the reason I do this is because I have an opinion, and I'm right. And if you're not, then suck it. I mean, That's I. Right. I and this week has been like just awesome ammunition for me. Um, I don't know if you guys we'll, – we'll, we'll go more into detail in a little bit about it. But the University of California, Irvine, who actually happens to be my wife's employer, but she works for the medical center, so I digress. Right. But the actual – the university had a big old scandal. The, the uh, underclass student council decided to vote the American flag out. Of, underclass, that's really interesting. Well, that they, they it kind that of way. explains it, doesn't it? So these, these – clowns decided that they're not going to let the american flag fly in their little lobby because it's not inclusive you know you can only imagine what i think of that yeah and we both kind of talked a little bit about it on here so we're going to delve into that in the first segment we're also going to do a really cool segment in the second which is basically uh we didn't die because we weren't stupid is what i call it it's basically if you grew up in the 60s and the 70s we didn't have the luxury of these stupid labels like don't try this at home like when I saw Wiley Coyote shoot out of a cannon, I wasn't enough to jump into a cannon. And well, shoot when you myself. watched the three Stooges hit each other right. in the balls, like I, I, I knew that was hurt. You didn't do that so, to your yeah, brother. You're yeah, like, well, I did, but oh, I knew yeah. it hurt. Like I, you're gonna have to warn me that's right. not gonna hurt. So nowadays, and we're finding it more in the 90s and the 2000s, and now in the 10s. Wow, we're f- old. Um, Speak for yourself. Um, now they have to do everything with the disclaimer, like, you know, don't try this at home. It's like, you know, yeah, like I need to be told that I don't need to staple my nutsack to a ply board like the guys from Jackass. So that's the second segment. The third segment, which will be super interesting, is why I brought Joey in, 
but he's learning now that he has to be on all three segments to be on the show, <laughs> is that he comes from the School of Rock in Huntington Beach, which is an awesome school, uh, teaching children how to rock. I mean, that's the best way of explaining it, right? It is. It is. It's, it's, it's music lessons done in a, in a whole new way. Right. And it's, it's, it's an amazing, amazing place, and I'm stoked to be part of it. And then the cool part about this, we'll transition from that to, since he's doing that and he's taking a pay cut, he's also <laughs> part of a really awesome band that's huge in Southern California. They're called Flash Pants. You've probably heard of them. Yes, yes. So we got a little bit of an insight on that, and we'll talk <laughs> about shows and stuff. But um, let me give you the phone number if you'd like to call in. I've kind of pimped this out on the UCI website and a bunch of other different places for people that want to chime in about this. It's actually gotten way worse in the last 24 hours. You are so good at that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm uh, so impressed. Like, you're, you're annoying know, Alina right now, I know, which is yeah. awesome. No, like, I mean, you know, I've known you for so many years. and You don't see me get old DJ. Yeah, but it, I love it. It's Why great. are you buttering him up? I, you know what? I would he, love to be saying, wow, man, Rod really blows. Yeah, yeah. he tells himself. He's, he, he's, he's like, right. I am the one thing, See, Alina, not. one thing you have to learn about men is like when we're right and we know we're, we're right, right, you just encourage us. You just encourage it. Yeah. You just go, hey, you're right. You know? I am like two against one today. You're, yeah. you're going to lose you're on this one. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, probably going to want to call in because it's going to be hard to get in once I get rolling. <clears throat> Let's dive into it, shall Let's we? Let's do it, man. So uh, I've been pimping this a lot. There's been a lot of free speech, freedom of expression debates going on all over the internets because these idiots from UCI, to be specific, the UCI Underclass Student Council, okay, they decided in their infinite wisdom that they were going to go and vote uh, to publicly ban the American flag from their lobby and their reasoning believe it or not, was because they wanted to make it more inclusive. So what they're saying is, is that, and I'm quoting these, I mean, I'm being very exact. I'm not even making this up. Mm -hmm. Their quote was that the American flag is a symbol of imperialism and colonialism, which basically does not uh, help for an inclusive environment. Okay. So what that means is basically we need to be ashamed of America. It doesn't help. People from other countries feel welcome in the University of California Irvine Student Council room or whatever. So from that point forward, their aim was to vote never, ever to have that flag up again. So everybody heard about it, had a humongous about it, including myself. And um, everybody reacted negatively against them. Even UCI made a public statement saying that they did not endorse it. Uh, the executive student council, which is made up of the grand scheme of the students, then decided that they were going to veto this dumbass uh, initiative, which was basically intended to make things better. Okay. It ended. I was never going to talk about it after that because it literally died. I mean, this thing blew up on Saturday. And then by Sunday, UCI had said it was over. And then by Monday, they'd voted uh, to overturn this stupid ban and allow the American flag back in. Fast forward to this morning, and I open the Internet, and the first thing I'm greeted to, believe it or not, is a online petition that was circulated through the campus and signed by not one, not two, but six UCI professors who, quote, unequivocally, so for those that need a dictionary, that means without reservation. <laughs> Thank you for that, by thank, the way. I, I just tell me, you know, some of us have to worry about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Without reservation, completely 100% support the the uh, the initiative to ban national flags, including the American flag, from an organization, organizational lobby. 
60 signatures appear to come from professors. I was actually wrong. It wasn't six. It was 60. Listen to the, the roll call of these polls. Um, James Porter, professor of classics, G- uh, Virginia Jackson, UCI endowed chair. So this person's like almost tenured mm-hmm. in rhetoric. Adriana Johnson, associate professor of comparative literature, Nasirin Ramelli, professor of comparative literature, and Luis Aviles, associate professor of Spanish and Portuguese. Those are just the prominent names. There were some like minor um, professors that basically signed off on this. So these assholes basically are saying that we completely support these students and God forbid that we rally against them because they're expressing their free speech. Okay. So. I'm going to give my take and I'm going to go to you, Joey, because I'm sure you have an opinion on this. Here's my, here's my reserved opinion on this. Um, you. Okay. (laughs) This is America. All right. I'm not one of these extreme Americanist, uh, exceptionalists that everybody claims me to be that I'm just blind and I just love America. You know what? There's a lot of things wrong with America and we do a lot of things wrong. And frankly, when we do, for the most part, we eventually come around, apologize, make right for it, okay? Um, but to make the insinuation that somehow that the symbol of America, which, by the way, is the reason these assholes have the freedom of speech, is offensive and not uh, open to inclusiveness uh, is freaking stupid. Um, you know, the thing that got me with these guys and then now with these freaking professors who are probably bleeding hearts – that are all about you can burn the flag and you have freedom of expression. The fact that they want to pass a resolution that basically restricts the student body's uh, right to express pride towards uh, America mm-hmm. by displaying that flag is stupid. It's the most hypocritical, inane, stupid I- I- initiative I've ever heard in my entire life. You're basically saying that, um, well – the American flag, you shouldn't display. We're going to ban the American flag. Oh, but by the way, you infringing on my right to express this in the form of a vote or a public opinion is also infringing on my rights. Right. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I it, mean, I don't get that. It, it, it's, it's so counterintuitive because the reason that they have the right to get a petition together, which in many com- countries around the world – We'll get they, you executed. Yeah, you would get shot yeah. as, as you're walking around with a clipboard, you know – would you like to sign this petition? Yeah. Bah, you're and, dead. And what, and what I, what people don't seem to understand, and I understand free, freedom of speech, and I'm a bleeding heart liberal, and I, you know, I'm a Democrat, and right. I'm all these things that you're not, and, right. and for some reason we're friends, but yeah. because we're, it's because I, I'm fucking awesome. It's because I, I, I may be a conservative, yeah. but I'm also liberal on many social causes. Right. You know, I may be fiscally conservative, which is really weird, right. but liberally, I think that gays have a right to vote. Uh, I have no problem with giving the woman the right to choose when it comes to abortion or not. Oh, you mean gays have the right to marry? Well, that, of yeah. Of course, gays have the right to vote. Well, yeah, course, I know. Yeah. I'm, I guess I, I – I got you. You get my point. Yeah. Um, I'm I, didn't, not, I didn't let him get away with that, That's by good, way. by the way. Um, <laughs> I, I have, I'm very, very, very liberal on, on social issues, mm-hmm. but when it comes to um, fiscal and certain things of common sense, I'm very conservative. Right. But I think a lot of it has to do is now that I have a kid and oh, I don't, well, don't want to raise a – well, exactly. Yeah, you I, want I, to keep that. You want to keep those kinds of yeah. morals and, and and attitudes. Like again, when you have a when you have children, right. you, your 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 liberal thinking starts to go. Well, wait a minute. I, I want it to be safe because you want, want to keep people, some yeah, of the yeah, liberal. Yeah, but, well, yeah. And then you're like, hmm. but but you know, back to the point. I you know, it, it just it really concerns me. People have to understand that the flag itself is a symbol. 
Right. It's a symbol of anything that you want it to be. Right. Now, you can make it a negative symbol if you want. You can make it a positive symbol if you want. The one thing about America that everybody has to understand is that we f*** up a lot. Yeah. But we make good for it. Yep. We've taken care of business. We f*** up and go, you know what? That probably wasn't a great idea. We should amend that. You know what? Yeah, we'll bomb the hell out of you in World War II, but we're going to get your economy back to – Germany and Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which both are killing us now in the economy. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. And – and like you know, like you were saying on the right up, like who does the world go to when they need help? It's America. Yeah. So you know, they you, don't go to China. They don't. And go not to, to India. mention the fact that these students are going to an American university. university. Yeah. That that m- most and it's funny that what four of them are women. Yeah. Some of some of those women in other countries wouldn't be even allowed to study in the university. Okay. Not to mention go to university. Not to mention be funded by the government right. and be backed. Like I'd love to find out how many of them are on aid because that would be really interesting. That you're gonna not literally bite the hand that feeds you, and you don't you want to close your eyes to the symbol that does that. Right now, again, you can have any kind of attitude towards <laughs> thank you it, <laughs> you can have any ties any kinds of attitudes towards america and i have my problems with this country as well right but i'll be f- to live anywhere else no because why 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 would you want to have those kind of suppressions on you and then not even be able to express yourself the way you want i mean the fact that we're on you know we're on the internet right now talking about like we in other uh, countries we'd people, be dead yeah people be coming and shooting you right in the head and there'd like, be a special police waiting that's what for you us don't get. so yeah, yeah you can yeah, yeah. It, it's a symbol of that but it's also a symbol of the fact that you can say that yeah and in a university and in a university setting of course yeah the 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 professors are going to be on the side of yeah they have the rights to and they absolutely do have right. the right and the, and the university has the right to tell them to shut the f- up and here's the thing i actually reached out to every single one of those students I actually – And this sent, is true because I was watching him yeah. on his phone texting and Facebooking these guys. I, these, I watched him do it. These yep. had no balls to come on. But you know what? The one person that came on was – and I'm going to burn her right now. Her name is Erica Ann. She studies at UCI. She lives in Newport Beach. How how very um, white of her. Um <laughs> She basically came on because I went onto the UCI Facebook page and I invited people on that had an opinion about the you know the flag being banned from their school. Miss Miss Delta, I don't even know what freaking university she went to. I think it's like not university fraternity. It's Delta something. It's, it's a sorority because she's a girl. She's a girl, which is fine. You know, sorority. I mean, I'm sure she spends a lot Delta of time Gamma. in, it's in Delta fraternities, Gamma. but she's a girl. Delta Gamma. Okay, she basically comes on my Facebook uh, posting on the UC Irvine page. And she says, no one is calling in, carry on. Well, maybe if you had some fucking balls and decide, well, you're a woman, so you're not going to have them. So if yeah. you had some guts yeah. and you wanted to defend your university and your idiot, you know, co-students and they're, you know, if you wanted to stick up for UCI and say, look, you know, my school doesn't represent this. I believe in America. You missed your opportunity. You right. basically decided to troll somebody's page. And trust me, I'm way more intellectually smart than you are. There's and, nothing you could and do. And what's funny is you keep saying underclassmen, which means freshmen and sophomores. Yeah, she's a sophomore so, thing. So 18 and 19-year-olds, okay? Yeah. In other countries, you would be in the military right yeah. now. You wouldn't even be in school. You, you would have to fight for two years right. in your military services. You wouldn't have the right to go to school. This study. generation doesn't get and, it. They don't get it. They and, don't get and, it. And, you know, my, my brother-in-law is, is a proud veteran. Hell yeah. Very proud of that guy. He's one of the most conservative liberals I know. Yeah. But – you know, he's a military guy. And when it comes to his country, he's not going to let you badmouth no, it. No. You're not allowed. You're allowed to have an opinion. You can question the government. That's what's great about it. The cool but, part is we actually have our first caller. Oh, wow, wow, wow. So let's go to um, – let me bring him up. 
His name is Saul. Saul is firmly against the ban. Are you uh, there, my friend? I am. I am. Rod, hey, buddy. This is Saul from Fella uh, Red. Uh, from the group. Oh, excellent, sir. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you for calling Thanks, in today. Sir. So, um, I, just, I, I just logged in now, so I might have missed a little bit of the, the first part. So if I repeat anything that has been said... No, you know, you're fine. Point. You're welcome. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're a guest on my show. Tell me what, you, what, what your thoughts are right now about this uh, ban of the flag in the, uh, the commons area there at UCI. I've got to tell you, the first time I heard about it, I was actually in shock. I mean, it's crazy. We're in the best country on the planet. I'm, I'm telling you from a foreigner. Mm-hmm. I've been living in the States for 11 years. People don't realize what they have in this country. They, they just, until you actually go outside of this country and spend some time in third world countries. I'm from South Africa, which is a third world country. Yeah. Um, you know, beautiful though. Over the world. It's a beautiful place. Sure. I mean, it comes with massive, massive problems, but. You know, I'll take the issues that we have here in the States in a heartbeat of issues that I'm used to growing up with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, coming coming from an apartheid regime, just the worst possible government that could ever be run. I mean, you can only imagine. Come here and I hear about people that are trying to ban the American flag from their university. I think it's just absolutely pathetic. These people need to catch a wake-up. They need to realize the greatness of the country that they're living in and the freedoms that they're living in. They you're right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, if they're, and if they're so devastated by all of this and by their freedoms, why don't they go live somewhere in the Middle East where they don't have a democracy? They can't even they're, drive. What are you talking about? Well, half of them, half of the people protesting are women. They wouldn't even be allowed to be at university. Right. <laughs> I mean, so, there's countries that, you know, would throw acid on their face for holding a book. I yeah. mean, let's, let's face it. Like they, they don't, and, and you know what's funny is, is, is older gentlemen like us, <laughs> you know, we realize that like you have to have a certain kind of pride in the place where you live. I mean, people have pride for their football teams. They have pride for the city they're from. For I mean, you're, you're proud to be from South Africa. Obviously, you don't want to live there, but you're proud to be there. I'm my parents are immigrants from Italy. My I'm parents very, are from Mexico. Yeah, yeah, I'm very proud to be an Italian American, but I'm an American first. And you know what? I don't live in Italy. You know why? Because I want to be here. I don't want to be there. And it's funny that these kids feel so entitled that I mean, it, it just just to insult all of the men and women that gave their life right. so that we could sit there on on the internet and talk about this, or them go into the go into the commons, go well, we don't want the flag here. Well, you know what? It's not the flag. It's a symbol. It's not a flag. It's the flag. It's what I, you know what that other person said. I what was really um, great. what brought you to the United States, Saul? I mean, what was it about America that made you want to come here? Well, because he has that cool accent, and he yeah. can get girls with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that that definitely helped when I first. <laughs> Sure. Are you uh, kidding me right now? I'm, I'm getting a little warm myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you from uh, from zero to sixty in like uh, you know a couple of seconds. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, zero to twelve rather. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. So uh, what what was yeah. it? I mean, something had to make make you think like you know what I I want to go to America. Was it freedom of speech? Was it um well what exactly was it? You know, you know what? I, to be honest with you, I was fascinated with with this country from the age of three. Mm-hmm. Um. My parents came to visit. They came on vacation. They came back home with a whole bunch of cool things that we just couldn't get back in South Africa uh, because of sanctions due to apartheid. Right. And I just I realized this place has it all. It's just everything is bigger and better from a very young age. I realized that. And then, obviously, from watching television, I always pictured America being this colorful, beautiful, great place with people who are, you know, 
great people, friendly people. I came here on vacation then when I was about 20 years old with my family, and I just fell in love with it. But yeah, I mean, and you weren't you weren't too far off, my friend. I mean, really, I mean, my parents uh, and Joey's are the same way too. My dad came with like you know maybe forty thirty dollars in his pocket and the shirt off his back, and he made uh, a living for his family. And you know now uh, you know I own my own insurance agency. My brother has a really good job as a director at a at an auto dealership. I mean, and you know Joey the same thing. You know his his kids, you know his parents' kids, they they became successful. I mean, it, it, they all come for that dream. Right. Of being, I, I, asked, I asked my dad when when I was a kid, and I just said, you know what, you know, because we would go to Italy for yeah. vacation, and I'd be like, God, it's so beautiful here, and he's just like, you can never be anything more than what you are here. Yeah, you, what America, you're born into. You yeah. can be anything that you want, and right. he would he'd say that, and he's like, here, I'm just another guy. There, I can be anything I want, yeah. and I can. The harder I work, the more I can proceed. And, and that was one of the things that, you know, as a kid, I remember him being so proud. And when he got his citizenship, I remember him just going, wow, this is great. Like, yeah. and now I'm part of the system and they can't take it away from me. They can't send me back because this is where I call home. And, and to, to watch it, you know, watch it, but you, let's face it, man, when you're 18 and 19, you don't know about like right. I, I mean, believe me, I, I believe in the youth. I love what they do. I love their energy. I love their passion for things. But you don't know anything. No. You really don't. That was a stupid. Moment. It's just it's one of those yeah. things where it's just a bunch of kids thinking that oh we're we're really making a change. No, you're not. What you're really doing is showing how ignorant you are. What did um what what like your your parents saw? Did they stay in South Africa? or Did they come with you as well? Yeah, no. Unfortunately, they're still there. Okay. Um, what yeah, do they, what do they do? Like what, what's, what's the type of living that you would have enjoyed in South Africa if you stayed out there? I mean, look, to be honest with you, the, you know, uh, the lifestyle out there is really good. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, yeah. It, it's cheap to live there. It's, it's not that expensive. There are great opportunities there. Um, you know, uh, I hear so, a butt look, coming here. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, but the problem is, but there's massive crime there. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are massive problems, corruption in the government, uh, the government just not running the country correctly. Um. And I just didn't want to raise a family there. And, and, you know, I was offered an opportunity in the States. I'd always wanted to live here. So without being specific, what, what, what did you end up enjoying out here stateside? Like, what is it that, that's, that's your, you know, lot in life? What do you do now? You know, I, um, to be honest, the, the, the most, you know, what I enjoy the most about living here is just safety yeah live in la i i don't have to watch over my shoulder everywhere i go mm-hmm. um the massive opportunity here just you know the, we have the population to you know start new businesses small businesses that can succeed and grow and become big businesses and yeah uh you know you you can create job opportunities for people there's, mm-hmm. there's plenty of jobs out there uh that can be created it's just the opportunity here it's just so it's abundant and that's what really I think that's what attracted me to this place for the most part. Um, you know, it's, you can't be afraid to try new things here because chances of succeeding, I believe, here mm-hmm. would be much greater than anywhere else because you have that abundance of, uh, you've got that massive market and you have that hunger. You know, you have right. people that are looking for new innovative concepts and, and new businesses that they can, I believe that people can thrive here. You you, really and the can. sad part is that someone like you, Who's who's been and seen the other side of the coin is the one that understands why it can be so offensive when somebody basically pisses on the flag. I mean, because you know, to you, it was a symbol of of an opportunity that you wanted to follow up with in in, in a lifestyle you wanted to live. And these kids that come from 
I'd have to say, you know, well means that don't know any better decide then to pass some sort of, you know, resolution to say that the flag is offensive and you're and then you're like, what the f- yeah, but where that comes from? What's so funny is we're not talking about them pissing on the flag. Mm. They're pissed because it's hanging in a building yeah. that the government pays for, right. that the, the state pays for. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? That That's the part that really ticks me. Like, it's a, it's offending you on the wall. On the wall. It's not like they have to walk through it to get somewhere. Right. It's not like they have to wear it on their back when they go to class. It's not like they have to stand up and do the Pledge of Allegiance. Right. It's not like we're making them sing God Bless America every day. Right. It's, it's, hang, it's so offensive. Mm. It makes them so mad because it's on the wall right that that that's what really like yeah you take it down and piss on it you have the right to do take it down and burn it if you want you have the right to do that but you're offended because it's hanging in well, a it's building a, it's a public facility yeah. which is it's also it. hosted that, by what, the the taxpayers you, you, yeah. you know I, I i feel honestly i mean firstly it's, it's just ignorance right. really it's, yeah. that's what it comes down to it boils down to major ignorance but i feel that sometimes people are just looking for something to complain about yes. or to make a commotion about or you know like this morning I saw on the news that um, there's a soldier who just had a newborn baby he wrapped the baby yeah, up I saw that. flag mm. and had a photo taken there's, there's a people everyone but, but the funny thing is about it. I, it's a beautiful picture yeah. and, and, and right. the, the symbolism of that is is that the baby was draped in freedom but you know you got people freaking that's a, that's the total opposite of what my point is my point is is that um that particular uh, artistic expression is a, a thing of beauty. But when you're actually going to legislate in some sort of elective body to ban a public symbol that is a representation of your country, that's when I have the problem. You know, I, yeah. I have no problem with people dressed up in the flag. I, I really don't even give a if they're going to burn the flag because that's stupid on them. But whatever, that's their freedom. What I have a problem is is when someone is attending a public university that is funded by the tax dollars that you and I pay – and basically saying, well, we understand that we're part of the United States, but we don't want to offend other people, and we want it to be more inclusive. So from here on out, we're banning the symbol of the country that we're in so you don't get offended. The American flag is the symbol of inclusion. Well, it is the reason I mean, of the inclusion. Everybody yeah. is here because yeah. of that. We, you know, it, it, it's, But I listen mean, to this conversation. It, it, yeah. You got a South African right. of descent. You got Italian from descent, mm-hmm. Mexican from descent. Uh, Alina, you're Mexican Jewish? I'm a Mexican Jew. Okay. Mexican Jew. I'm, Blaine, a South, I'm a South African Jew. South African South Jew. African so there you go. Oh, that's right, Saul. We've had tons of conversations, yeah. haven't we, on oh, Facebook? I remember him now. Yeah, because I'm a big supporter of Israel, actually. And I'm a, you know what? Yeah. I'm a big supporter of South Africa. And thank you, Saul, for, for exporting yeah. Shelly Steron for all of us. That's the best thing on the planet. And gay women. Yeah, that's too. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> um, and then Blaine's just a redneck, right? Can you ask Blaine what, what, what his descent is? <laughs> What, what what are you what are you Blaine? What 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 descent are you like? What's your lineage? You're not an American Indian, are you? English. He's English German, oh, so he's that, European. That's mutt. that's why there's he's good, a European. That's mutt. why there's good beer. In but the think fridge. about that. Look, we have a United Nations just on this particular conversation. That's the beauty of America. And yeah, I have no problem with them expressing themselves having a problem with America, but don't be contrarian just for the point of being contrarian. I don't understand Give, the conclude. What the are you trying to do? Part, including what? what so like, what are we excluding? Is a Chinese student going to walk into the student union and go, "I see an American flag. I don't want to participate now." Is that what they're saying? <laughs> Am I misreading that? What I, do you think, Saul? I mean, what what do you think they're trying to get to here? Uh, you know what? I I just don't understand the yeah. point of it. I, I really I couldn't. I'm trying to put myself in their in their position and in their shoes. 
Right. And I just can't come to a conclusion. I just don't know what, what's the point, what's the use, what's it going to help. I don't think there's they're anything. They're trying to make a noise. I think they're just trying to get some attention. Right. I mean, I, I grew up, literally, I had an American flag uh-huh. hanging above my bed from the age of about 10 onwards, until I actually came out to live in, Amer- in America. That's awesome. So, American you know, when I think about it, it's just sheer stupidity, sheer yeah. ignorance. Complete total to sh- total ignorance. It is. So uh, you know what? I'm glad you called because now I have a voice to the to the conversations we've had. You you've done some pretty insightful education of the the uh, the Jewish question when we've when I've been on Facebook. So I do appreciate that. You, it's been That's really cool. Yeah, because you know, I mean, I only know what is fed to me media wise. You know, when it comes to the you know the question of Israel and you know, uh, I, Saul and I have talked about a lot of different things and different people and in different situations. Specifically now, the whole Iranian question, which we could easily do a whole entire you know show on. Mm. But did, had, you've been recently to Israel, haven't you? I went about three years ago with my wife. Her okay. family's Israeli. Isn't that cool? I mean, that, that it, it's amazing that that little country, which is what I don't know what I want to say, it's the size of Orange County, right? It's right. not very big. It, it, it's tiny. In fact, in South Africa, we compare it to the Kruger National Park, which is <laughs> it's the largest game reserve on the planet in in the Africa, right? Um, you know where there's where there's wildlife, where we go on safari, right? And it's about the same size as the Kruger National Park. Mind blowing, and, and probably the same climate too, right? <laughs> and the funny part is that before yeah. Israel became proclaimed, nobody wanted a piece of it, right? You know, and then all of a sudden, you know, it became an issue when it became their homeland. That's right. exactly what happened, right? It was just desert. All yeah. it was was desert. They took it and they turned it into a thriving uh, metropolis. They turned it into a first world country, democracy, the only democracy in the Middle East. Exactly. Um, and, and, and you know what pisses me off is that people say that there's an apartheid going on in there Israel. Isn't. Don't talk to me about apartheid. You I grew up just, in it. I was just yeah. going to say, if, if, if anybody knows what that is. That's you know, if, if you're cool with this, Saul, and you've inspired me, maybe in the next few weeks we can have you come in and we can do a show on Israel. Because I think it'd be super interesting to have the insight from somebody who's lived, well, not lived, but visited and understands Israel, opposed to what, the mouth, you know, pieces on TV talk Not about. Not to mention that uh, technically an international Jew. Yeah, he's an international I mean, Jew, which is pretty lived, awesome. He lived. He lived I, I, do you continents. do you live out here permanently in in LA? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm right by Century City area. Okay, well, we'll figure out a way. Maybe I'll get you on a train or something. I'll pick you up, and you can hang out for like one night. Because I'd love. I mean, that's an entire show that we can do on. On the whole question of Israel and and you know the Iranians and their insanity building towards a bomb. I mean, there's tons of insight when someone who actually has family and friends who have lived there or has been there in person. It's a big yeah, difference. No, I'd, I'd yeah. be honored to. I'd love that. I'd be honored to. Are you in Orange County? No, I'm actually. I know. I know, Alina. We got two more minutes. We might go a minute longer. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm actually in Orange County, so maybe you could ride out. You could take the train out to Orange County and then you ride up with me to Rancho. I think you sound better. I mean, you sound good on the phone. Don't get me wrong. But the difference of having you in the studio on the phone is completely different. I can do an entire fucking show on Israel and love it. So I think that if you're cool with it, and I'll, I'll put you back on hold, and maybe you and Alina can kind of exchange information. I'll reach out to you, and we'll do a show just on the Israeli question because I think it could be quite informative to the listeners. I'd really love to have you on. Sounds good, buddy. All yeah, right. absolutely. Be an honor. Uh, Thanks, Saul, uh, your your take on this was awesome. That was the best fifteen minute call I've had in a long time, and uh, y- you're you're a gentleman. Thank you so much for calling in, and we'll be talking soon. Thanks, Saul. Take Thanks, care. Bye. All Thanks. right, brother. Rod, Cheers. We can beat Spurs this weekend. Yeah, I know. I'm 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 hoping for United, my friend. <laughs>
Glory, glory, man I'll united. See you guys later. Okay, glory, brother. Glory. Cheers, guys. Okay. Bye. So uh, let's go right now to line number two. We got a few minutes left. We have Fernando. Fernando, you're on the phone. How are you doing, my Another friend? Another nice Hey, how's it going, guys? I got a few minutes because I'm at work, too. You're at work? But, uh, what did you want to say, yeah. brother? Yeah, you know what? Uh, but the whole flag thing, you know, uh, I'm also, I'm first generation born here. My family's from Guatemala. I'm Guatemalan. Uh-huh. And I appreciate, you know, they're, they're coming here to the state, you know, coming to this country and, you know, giving us opportunities that we weren't having, you know, in their country. You know, Guatemala is obviously, you know, Latin America is poor. I've been there plenty of times. I wouldn't be caught, you know, it's, it's a lovely country, but I wouldn't be caught, you know, dead living there. Hell no. And Same thing with Mexico you know, for me, dude. Fr- yeah. Yeah. As far as the whole flag thing goes, it's just a matter of respect, dude. Respect the countries that you're, you know, you're living in. Respect the countries that's giving you an opportunity to come here and seek higher education. I don't care, you know, they, some of these, uh, you know, foreign, you know, foreign exchange students, mm-hmm. they might have a grudge against America or whatever. But, you know, you're living here. You're coming to school here. Show some respect, you know. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's a matter of respect. And that's all I have to say. Dude, Fernando, you're the man. I totally agree with you. Thank you for your take. Uh, I I love your calls. My truck horn for you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, brother. Take it easy. All right, bro. Be safe. I mean, I guess the best way that I think Joey and I can wrap it, and I'm sure he's gonna, because he, we, it's amazing how close we come in 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 upbringing. When you come from a background where your parents basically gave away, it's like us leaving the United States and starting a new life in Germany or in whatever in France. Mm -hmm. Um. There's some sort of respect you accord when you know that your parents gave away everything for you. And then you then show respect in turn for your country. I think that's, that's really the bottom line. That's right. And when, when, when you see somebody who's gotten their citizenship and is yeah. so proud. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like me going somewhere else and giving up being an American. Right. That's a pretty special So place. your kids are better. So I, I, think, oh, yeah. I think we both agree. That's really the, the thing we can take from this. Um, where did your parents come from, Alina? Denver and East LA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so not so much with you, but right. at least. Oh, but my ancestors, Mexico. Okay. Right. Um, Poland. Poland. Russia, okay. Okay. And yeah. Italy. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah. it, it, there's just something to be said. I guess a lot of these kids don't understand it. So if you're so listening to you, many shame other, on you. There's so many other issues that you should be worried Huge and be fighting against. Huge the issues. The world has so many things that you can put your passions into, and worrying about a piece of cloth on a wall yeah, seems it's stupid. silly. It's stupid. Ladies and gentlemen, that's segment number one of uh, By All Means. Your host, Rod Brahas, with Joey Ancona uh, here as a guest. We got Alina here on the uh, ones and twos taking phone calls. Next segment's going to be on fire. We're going to piss some people off. <laughs> I'm blaming everything on parenting. That's all I'm going to tell you. We'll be back in a few minutes. By all means, see you guys in a Booyah. second. Something about Tusk right there. <laughs> <laughs> you can jam that a little bit louder. I'm, I'm cool with that. 
I just want to yell UCLA sucks. You can do it. <laughs> it you know, like I said, I, I got to be a little political about it. I have friends that are UCLA Bruin fans, and they're actually really, really cool people. But I I do think that UCLA sucks. But Uh, only because I'm a Trojan Trojan supporter. But Trojan? Trojan. Oh, my It's like Turgid. Um... This but is a know, really good song. We're, we're, you know, we're mighty titans over here, like rocking the. That's right. Joey Fullerton. and I are Cal State Fullerton Titans. Oh yeah, Titans. I'm a yeah. What the hell's a Horton? It's Hornet. It's one a Hor- oh yeah, you're you're Fullerton College. Oh yeah. Well, technically, I'm a, I'm a Hornet and a Titan. Yeah. Yeah, because I went to both. I, ta- I taught at Fullerton College. What for did you teach? Two semesters. Uh, stage combat, actually. Stage combat. Yeah, it's like stunt fighting. What the yeah. f- is really? stage combat? Dude, you don't know me, man. You know, you think you know me, but Do you, you know don't. who went to um, Fullerton when we went? Uh, Matthew Lillard. Yep. Yep. That's true. He's famous. Famous. I'm. Famous I'm more impressed that he is is from the school that produced Matthew Morrison. Is that his yeah, name? Matt Morrison. From Glee. Yeah. 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 He's Got a he's an Orange County School of the Performing Arts alumnus. No, I'm not. I'm a teacher. I taught there for 15 years. Stage, right? Uh, yeah, I taught uh, production and design. I thought you went. Oh no, you went to Don Lugo. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Yeah. OC. Look at that. Yeah. This, this is a teacher. This is a professor right here. Yeah. 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 The Don Lugo. Don't stand yeah. so oh, close to, to me. me. Yeah. Professor yeah. drinking beer on the Yeah, other exactly. Hey, so, stay classy, my friend. Yeah, stay classy. That's so, right, pop that baby. down. We're fine. Thank yeah. you so much. UCLA sucks. So, <laughs> this segment is kind of free form. If you want to chime in, great. If you don't, I really don't give a f. <laughs> um, I am not very popular for having this opinion. And, and Joey and I talked about some certain things. And most of it we agree, but there's certain things that kind of popped up. And, and this is kind of my brashness. This segment, I kind of prepped it as saying it was like, okay, so since we're children of the 60s and the 70s, we're not f***ing stupid. We didn't need the disclaimers. But it's kind of more evolved, and you're going to have to follow me on this. So my hypothesis originally on the UCI students, which was quickly evaporated when I found out that these didn't have the, butts to, the guts to come on and talk about it, was that it was a product of the, the parents. And everybody was shocked that I had that opinion, that basically the reason that these kids turn out to be such is because their parents – as well. What do I mean by that? So today's day and age, what you have now is an entitlement movement is what I call it. It's a movement where everybody gets a participation medal. Nobody loses. Everybody's special. And kids are raised to believe that rainbows come out of their and that they're the best things in sliced bread. The problem with that is, is that Joey and I are products of the 60s and 70s. We're not going to be specific on that, but you can do the math. Um, where I feared my dad like it was the second coming of Christ, and I never wanted to piss him off. But I didn't turn out to be an because I knew that there were repercussions for the shit that I did. In other words, if I messed up, he wouldn't go to the teachers and go, why are you picking on my kid? He would smack me on the head like this and go, what did you do wrong? Why did, what, Why is the teacher calling me? And, I mean, you too. I mean, it's it's a product of, you know, yours is Italian. Yes. Mine's Mexican. But the most important thing in our household was education, respect, and do the right thing. And if you went within a hair of going off of that, you were dead meat and you'd have to worry about dad coming home. And I worried about dad coming home. My parents didn't read English when I was a kid. Whoa. So I was the one bringing, you know, stuff from school and I would have to explain. And and I remember getting in trouble, getting screamed at because the school called the house and told my parents that I was getting a math award, but my mom didn't understand. Right. And so when my dad got home, he was like, what the hell? The the school called? What are you doing at school? I don't send you there to mess around. You're supposed to be learning. So like, yeah, that's where I come from. Right. My, 
this is a great story. I, when I was a kid in kindergarten, you learn to use a telephone. That's how old I am. They, they would wow. teach you how to use the phone. So like nine one one for emergency. Sure. And you know, and and zero for the operator, and four one one for information. Sure. Well, again, my parents didn't read or speak English, so when I got trouble with my homework, I would dial four one one for information ah. and i would ask the lady on the phone i'd be like oh what's the what's the capital of florida and there was always a pause right and then they would tell me yeah. and i would hang up i did it probably seven or eight times until they- on math problems and stuff and finally somebody's like this is directory assistance i'm yeah. like no this is information i need information this right. is obviously before the internet because of smart. course now we but, can just ask yeah. siri nowadays right exactly yeah. but you know that's that's the kind of place where i came from and and you know, mom and dad, you know, my dad's 77 years old. Mm. He'd beat my ass right now if I did something oh, wrong. Yeah. I'm still afraid of him. Well, yeah. And, and, and not fear, not fear in the, oh my God, I got to call child services kind of fear, but right. fear is I don't want to disappoint him. Right. I don't ever want him to think that less of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want him to be proud of me. Sure. Those are the things that, that I, to this day, you know, I opened up that new school, the School of Rock in Huntington Beach, and he came and I, was more nervous to meet him than the CEO of the right, company right. because I wanted to make my I wanted to show him what I did. I would be proud, and you have that thing, and 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 you know, like like we were saying, like when we were kids, like we had an enormous amount of trust. Right, parents, you know, you leave the house in the morning in the summer, and you come back just before it got dark. Yeah, that was and for me. You the lights come much on, did you did whatever you wanted yeah. and, until you got home, knowing that if you did something wrong and your parents found out that they beat the crap out they of you or whatever, the shit out of you, right. And yeah. so, yeah, we got into trouble and we jumped our bikes off of stuff and crashed into each other. And, you, oh, don't do that again. Right. But I didn't need a disclaimer you didn't from need, anything. You needed to watch. There uh, wasn't a, I didn't wear a f-ing bike helmet. Yeah. Bike, I didn't wear a motorcycle helmet yeah. until it was a law. Right. You know, like, yeah, I never so. wore a bike helmet. Yeah, and I think and that's my contention with these douchebags from UCI. They didn't have the balls to come on the show and defend themselves <laughs> is that they're they're a product of this entitled society where they're told they're special. They're awesome. They do something stupid like basically tell everybody that they don't want to display the American flag. And now they're shocked that everybody's retaliating against them. And then all the bleeding heart, you know, professors that, that, oh, well, we stand equivocally behind them because it's, it's, no, it's not. There is like responsibility for every action that you make. Mm-hmm. There's cause and effect. And whether be it right or wrong, I learned that really quick that I, it, it'd be like, was that worth it, pendejo? And I'm like, yeah. No, it wasn't worth yeah. it. And well, sometimes, then don't and do sometimes it. it was. Yeah, and sometimes we all, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's cool. a bottle of beer, yeah, yeah. and it was worth it, and I got it. Was hit, worth and it. I'll never do it again. I right. still freak out when my mom gives me the eye. Yeah. Well, you know, it's because they don't, and you're right. You, you're, you're, you were brought up right. The, yeah. the whole way, and this is the whole thing with my son, Gabriel. The only thing that I care about. Who's the, an angel, by who, the way. Thank you so much. The only thing that I think He's of when God I'm talking. I'm not just yeah. kissing you. I know, I was there, remember? Yeah, I was just reminding you. I don't want to raise an I don't want to be the parent with that kid who's a punk, disrespectful little shit. I hate kids like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a big difference between a kid who has a a physical or a, a psychological effect that causes them to act out as opposed to the stuck up, you know, entitled mm-hmm. off who basically was raised by a bunch of offs. And now that's what we get in, in the gene pool. Right. You know, my whole goal in life is to raise a kid that's going to be awesome or, or at least not be a off. I mean, just be a normal kid 
and, and then a good adult that doesn't basically walk around and, and piss on his country and his family and his values. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that he can't be, you know, pro this or pro that and or go against me. Or, I don't care. Or passionate or loud or. Dude, if he's a dancer yeah. and he goes to the Orange County School of Performing Arts, like my friends tease me because I want him to be the next, you know, Heisman Trophy winner. Right. I don't care. Right. Whatever the kid does, I'm going to completely 100% support him. As long as he does it with class. And he's not a pride yeah. and with respect for what he does. That's it. That's all. I have two kids. I have yeah. a 10-year-old, Tori, uh-huh. and I have a, an 8-year-old, Jack. And it's so ridiculous sometimes. I mean ridiculous. It's, it's nice, but so many people – Come up to me and my wife and go, God, your kids are so well behaved. God, he's so polite. He's a pleasure to have in class. Right. I, I, I you know, when he, when he's missing from school, we get a, an email from the teacher is going, okay? is he okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that kid doesn't get that email. Right. You know, and I'm more proud of that than his math grade. Yeah. Because I like the fact that teachers like him. I like the fact that he gets invited to everybody's birthday party because he's a sweet kid. Right. Like, I like that. And, and that's, that's me. That's me. Well, it's my wife. Let's face it. Yeah, it's she, definitely she's your wife. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know we we want to raise you know ki- good kids. I don't want to raise an no, either. No. You know, and that's I don't, my biggest fear in life yeah. is to raise an ass because then know, it's on me. And I've worked with kids for lots of years at the Orange County High School of the Arts, and I run a school now. And you know, I I meet them, and sometimes they're a little rough around the edges, and. As soon as I meet the parent, you know, I know why I know why, yeah, you know, and, yeah. it, and sometimes it's my job to be the, the hard ass. Yeah. You know, I, I have a, I have a kid at the school rock right now and she's never played guitar before and I'm, I'm, I'm rough on her. And you know, I was worried. I was worried that she was going to get mad. I was worried that she was going to go to her parents and go, God, Joey's kind of rough on me. Mm. She's thriving. Yeah. She's thriving. Cause they need structure. She needs somebody to yeah. go, Hey. Stop messing around. Stop Get off your phone. Off. Do hey, your you job. didn't practice last night. I can tell you didn't practice yeah. last night because I can hear that you don't know that chord. Right. Now, do I praise her when she does a good job? Yes. Yeah, I do because yeah. that's my job too. And you're proud but, of that. Yeah, yeah. but they, they need that, that kind of person that's like, I want to impress him. I want him to be proud of me. I want right. him to think I'm doing a good job. Right. And you know, I have the philosophy where I was telling you earlier, I have the philosophy of the third one's a no. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say yes to this and yeah, you want to go over? Oh yeah, you, you know, yeah, you want some more football cards? Cool. And the third question is no, because you have to have no's in your life. You have to tell a kid no and they have to understand that you don't get everything you ask for and you got to understand that, Hey, I'm the parent and no, you've already downloaded too many apps today. You're done. <laughs> you know, like that's how I have to, that's, that's the worst thing my kid does. It's like, it's like download you, a bunch of, yeah, apps. like there's no iTunes left because he's downloaded a bunch of crap, you know, but and, let's put this in the relation and this is the whole, part of the segment we didn't need disclaimers or cautions for things when you and i were kids let's let's go down the list okay lawn darts do you remember lawn darts yeah those are dangerous oh yeah but what did we ever take out our eye or stab a brother you always heard a story that that happened but i never met anybody just like the kid from mikey from life yeah committed suicide or who knows what the yeah Yeah. but i mean you always heard that oh yeah there's a a kid in cincinnati that lost his eye lost his eye and yeah but his brother probably threw it right at him and not up in the air right and you know and the same thing like i mean we used to I mean, the stuff that... I and mean, that, that's what the segment is about. Like, let's talk about things that dumb kids today, if yeah. they did, we'd probably have a coronary and get yeah, sued. Yeah, let's talk about diving boards. Diving boards. Okay? You can't have them anymore. You can't have them anymore. You right. can't even order one when you buy a pool in right. some cities. Say what? Yeah, yeah, you can't get diving boards. Yeah, you can't get insurance for your pool if you have a diving board. You're an insurance well, guy. Well, I'm an insurance guy. I'll tell you right now because there's a huge liability issue because there's some kids yep. that don't have parents that care about... Uh, their well-being, mm-hmm. and they don't educate them on the proper use of the diving board. So what happens Not is... Not to mention that you can't have a pool without a gate around it anymore. No, that's important too. <laughs> and there's a reason for that because yeah. there's these people that have these open pools. Somebody goes in there, drowns. Guess who's liable? Right. 
the homeowner. Right. I'm an insurance agent. Don't ask. It's stupid. Yeah. I'm, I don't pit myself on this show, but yeah. you'll soon hear about the Bross insurance agent. Let me agency. tell you right now, he's one of the best insurance <laughs> agents I've ever dealt oh, with. But, uh, so his assistant? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he's um he's actually one of my best clients. I him and, him really and Bianca are really close. Lots of to insure. I, I insure them <laughs> lock, stock, and barrel. But there's a reason for that, though. True that. Right. Um, another liability issue. No, but I'm just saying that's that's one of the things. Is by, we didn't need that in the 70s or in the 60s. No, because if you were five and you didn't know how to swim, yeah. some adult would throw you in the pool until you learned you. how to swim. Right. And then you didn't have the problem. Which is my dad. What my dad did. Yeah. There's kids. There's 17-year-old kids can't that swim. don't drive. That don't drive, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, what, like why? Because their parents cart them around because yeah. they're, they're – like that's what it is. Like, are you kidding me? I got my driver's license on my birthday. I actually was driving way before my birthday. Come my on. dad's listening right now. He yeah. probably is gonna freak out. Well, I've, had, I've, I've had been my, driving since I've been 13, bro. I yeah. had my license, uh, my Hawaiian license, when I was 15. There uh-huh. you go. Okay, McLovin. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, here's another one for you, McLovin. McLovin. <laughs> swings. You know, you oh, can't yeah. have swings at, at at parks anymore because we're not stupid right. we knew that there are certain things you could do you could launch yourself out the swings but you know this whole jackass generation started watching you know johnny knoxville launch himself into a, a cactus yeah. on fire with with a with the plug up his ass and then they got to come on all do not try this at home this is not recommended it's like when did america become so f- stupid that everything needs a disclaimer well everything needs a disclaimer i think now. i think a lot it also has to do with the, you know the laws and the it's the parents and the thing like bullshit no it's the f-ing parents it is the parents but it's the, the parents. problem is is that everybody's afraid they're gonna get sued it's the and parents so, yeah you know it's just like they should sue the parents right parents the reason america is so f-ed up is your fault and ba- guess what you can't call me and tell me that i don't understand because i have a kid right i now have every right to tell you that you are f-ing stupid right. You don't treat your kids the way they should be treated. Right. You're you're so worried about hurting their little egos mm-hmm. and not telling them what is right and wrong that they basically go around and fuck off mm-hmm. and do stupid shit. And the next thing you know, oh, they should have been a freaking disclaimer on right. that on that bottle rocket about shoving it up right. Jimmy's ass when it's on fire. <laughs> no, dumbass. They need fire parents. and skin. Bad. <laughs> Very bad. You know, uh, launching off. You know, two-story parking structure into flaming, you know, piles of, uh, of, uh, you know, pylons. Bad. Right. No, it's, right. and, and it's, it's, it's parenthood. You know, yeah. I used to hate my mom and dad because they were really strict with me. Uh-huh. But you know what? Now that I'm older and I have a kid, I'm fucking glad that they were tough with me mm-hmm. because God knows what crazy ass shit I would have got into if I didn't have that got, type of Because you did crazy ass shit anyway. Imagine anyway. how bad it would have been if you didn't have a little bit of fear. Well, this is what I'm going to teach Dana, yeah. and this is the funny thing, and she'll probably call in and agree with this. Yes. My thing is – The lovely Dana. Please the lovely Dana. To her as the lovely um, Dana. Is it worth it? I learned really is quickly with it? my That's parents – great, great tide, man. Is, um, is it worth it? Like I learned real quickly like – could I sneak in my girlfriend, get a little loving, and maybe my dad would come? Let me think about it. How much in trouble will I get if I do this, and how much fun will I have if I do yeah. this? If it was way too much trouble with the trouble I could get in, I wouldn't do it. Right. But my dad kind of taught me that indirectly by mm-hmm. like – he'd be like, oh, oh, you did that. Was it worth it? Yeah. It'd be like, oh, no. No, it was stupid. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually it got into my thick head like, you know what? Maybe I should do a cause and effect – what is going to happen if I do something right. and then learn from it? Right. Kids today don't get that education. Yeah. In, in business, because you're in business too, it's called return on investment. For sure. Okay? The return on investment is the effort of your marketing giving you the return you need. If not, 
it. Right. So the same thing with kids. What we need to be teaching kids today is, okay, you got in trouble for ditching. Was it worth it? Right. And and that's the ingenious thing because you're no longer talking about right or wrong, mm-hmm. black or white, gray. You're just straight up talking like, look, you know, you're a fucking kid. You're going to do dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But you need to start doing mental calculations in your head about your actions and what the repercussions are going to be because then you can go, okay, I'm going to ditch school. But I'm going to get to sleep with this hot chick. <sighs> but I'm going to be like in trouble for him. <sighs> no, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's incredible what that sort of calculation does to a right. kid. Because then they learn like, you know what? Well, I that's shouldn't the do thing that. is, is there's, not, there's, not, there's not an effect to it. There's not, there's not a there's punishment. There's not time out. Time out yeah. when I was a kid was when my dad was fucking tired of hitting me. Yeah. And he would take a break. Yeah. You know, that's when it was. It's you like, know. go chill out. You know, and, and, and look, don't get me wrong. I don't hit my kids. No, I don't neither believe do I. in it. No. But you know what? I, I don't have to. Because yeah. they know. They, they know. know they're going to get in trouble. They're going to get in trouble. You know, I have my, my youngest son has autism, Jack, you know that. Right. And, you know, we have lots of difficulties with, with, with social environments and, mm-hmm. you know, some of the, some of the things that go with that. And, and he understands right and wrong. By the way, sidebar on that. Yeah. Uh, you managers at restaurants oh, God. and uh, people that are like in a position where you run a restaurant. If a toddler or a kid is having fun and not really causing a disruption, don't be an asshole and shame the family and the kids. We talked about this. Uh, The wife and I went to Sizzler in Lake Forest, and this douchebag 24-year-old manager decided (laughs) to come back to us and tell us to keep our kid quiet. You, it's, it's a it's a toddler, dude, and you're at Sizzler. You're at this isn't yeah. Shay's Whitey yeah. or the Ritz, dude. Yeah, it's not Morton's. So <laughs> yeah, so uh, sidebar there. You, you're a dick, and I'm gonna go right now to the phones. We have Liz on line one. Liz thinks the kids don't uh, these days don't really learn. Would you? Would, am I encapsulating that right, Liz? Are you there? Definitely. Oh, good, good, good. Hi, Liz. Hi, Liz. Hi. So, uh, what what's your take on this whole kid? I mean, are we off? Are we being too harsh on kids? Or no, no, no. You're right. I live in a small apartment play, uh, complex, and I swear to God, kids these days. I have um, neighbors that have kids. Um, this kid uh-huh. went up and was throwing rocks around. Was told not to do the rocks. Throw rocks. Right. He threw a rock and it went through a glass played window and pretty much cry, or like spider webbed the whole damn thing. Did the parents pay for it? Uh, they have to. Yeah. Because it's an apartment place. Of but, course. And yeah. the kid got yelled at, but not punished. No. I have another friend that has a child that, I swear to God, she freaking rounds him one minute for being bad, and right. then the next... She's like, oh, go do this for me, and you can be ungrounded. It's like, what the f- right. are you doing? Yeah, right. yeah no. You're never going to learn. Right. Do you, um, do you have kids of your own? No, I don't. But that doesn't make I your couldn't. opinion less or more important, just so you know, because when I was without kids, the biggest thing that drove me nuts is when these assholes would say, well, you don't have a kid. You don't understand. I'm like, oh, no, fucker. I had parents. I grew up. I right. understand right. what it takes to have a good kid. You don't have to have kids to, to contribute to this discussion. I, I Let me tell you that. I taught kids for yeah. a long time before I had kids. And I'll tell you right now, you know, some of those kids, some of them, you know, it was so funny. Like you would send a kid, you would send a kid to the principal's office. Right. He'd be on his phone to his parents before he got there. Yeah. And then the attorney would call. Oh my like, God. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, that's the world, wow. that's the world, that's the world we were in. Like we would like, you know, before he even got there, 
the parent would call the attorney. The attorney would call. Yeah. You know, my kid's being, you know, my kid's being persecuted. He's being picked on. Doesn't even. They don't even know what happened. This is your fault, parents. Yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah. What? What's that? What's that, Liz? Oh, it's it, see. When I was growing up, I I did something wrong at school. Uh-huh. I went home, and by the time I knew, I knew I was going to get punished. Right. right. Home. If I cussed off the teacher, right. I happened to cuss off the teacher one day. And I got home, and you know what Liz, I got? Liz, Liz was a, a hellraiser. She was can, a hellraiser. You can yeah. hear it. You can hear it in her voice. But let me tell you something, Liz. I mean, I'm also not anti-teacher. I mean, there were times when there were teachers that that did overstep their bounds, and my mm-hmm. dad did stick up for me. I for mean, sure. there, there are times. Oh yeah. There's there's appropriate means of punishment. There's just ones that go over the bounds. But yeah. my contention is these UCI bad kids that decided that having an American flag was somehow offensive. Uh, these kids yeah. that, that, you know, like the Jesse Jackson kids, the ones that were little league players that basically got their title stripped because they cheated, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying yeah. to give them, a, I mean, I can go down the list in examples of where in America we tend to reward people for bad behavior. And it's no surprise exactly. when one of them loses their marbles in, I mean, good example that from UC Santa Barbara, Mr. Driving in Daddy's BMW, oh, and he right. killed the girls because right. the beautiful women wouldn't sleep with him. Right. First of all, he was a f- He was horrible <laughs> with social skills, and it's all his parents' fault. Right. I mean, do I feel exactly. bad? Do I feel bad that the that the parents had to bury their son? Absolutely. But I feel worse for the other children that he murdered. Well, right. not kids, young adults that he murdered at UC right. Santa Barbara. That was a disaster. Right. I mean, the guy had the exactly. presence of mind of doing a YouTube video and basically blaming women. Because they wouldn't give them affection. Right. You're a f- mom and dad exactly. didn't tell you that you're not special. And you know what? We're not special. No, we're and, all and, the same. And mom and mom and dad weren't involved enough to know that their yeah. kid needed help. Oh yeah, that the, kid needs help. That guy was rich. He, yeah, he yeah. needed help. So he needed help. So that third, that third nanny that parents, he had. And then there's the parents that you know they do something bad and then they reward them with stuff like that, like right. a new credit card. It's like, uh, um, excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I agree, Liz. The shit I, I had to do for five bucks a week. Dude, I had a $5 a week allowance up until I was in high school, and then my dad was generous to bump me up to 20 Yeah. And then once I got into college, because I was going to college, uh-huh. he bumped me up to 50 Yeah. But – I, but the the conditions were you have to go to school, you have to go full time, and you have to have a job. Right. So you know, exactly. I learned that there were things that I needed to do right. to get the rewards that I was entitled right. to. I wasn't just given exactly. this mm-hmm. because I was a you know a kid. Mm-hmm. My dad loved me, yeah. but you know what? Now whenever I you know whenever in the past I've had to reinvent myself and get mm-hmm. myself a new career, I dust myself mm-hmm. off and I get back on it and I go get it and I go get a new career or right. I do something. You know, right. Exactly. The, these kids nowadays, like you know, they they find out that they've been fired. They sit around and funk for six months, grow a goatee, and become, you know, um, uh, like hipsters. Right. And it, it's like exactly. it's because mom and daddy mm-hmm. d- basically told them they were special. They were entitled to special things. They weren't told that in life your boss is going to mm-hmm. be a. D- mm-hmm. You know, isn't that the reality in life? Right. We've ha- we've all had asshole bosses. Right. We've had all oh, yeah. you know. We've had situations that weren't fair. But you know yeah. what? You get back up, you rub right. some dirt on it, and you get back into the game. Right, and that and that's exactly. that's that's kind of that's kind of the the grit that we got from right. being kids from the seventies and the sixties, of course. Yeah, because yeah. we fell on our asses, and right. you know there wasn't all this. You know, like you didn't get a participation trophy. Right. You got yelled at by your coach. Right. We used to pay money for some guy in a windbreaker to scream at us all yeah. day. And my parents used to go, well, did you listen to the did coach? You listen to coach? Listen? It wasn't the other way around. Now right. it's like, well, the coach was mean to me. Well, the coach didn't play me. No, you didn't play because you sucked. I or- just noticed something very interesting, Liz. You're actually calling from Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah. Awesome. 
Wow. It's, what part of Minnesota? The cold uh, part. Up, uh, the Iron Range. It's up uh, towards the top of Minnesota. Would I be wow. fair to say that um, parenting is a lot different in Minnesota than California? Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Right. So to you, it's like mind-boggling that these d- kids out here in California are doing the shit they're doing, whereas in Minnesota, it doesn't fly? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, a lot of stuff up here, it's a lot different um, how you treat your kids up here some, yeah. uh, in some areas. Well, because it's freaking cold. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I also would like to think that maybe it's a little bit more... Um, they're not buying into the whole everybody gets a participation medal and that's you know right. you have to work hard exactly. and there's repercussions for your actions, right? I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a fair assumption. Um, yes, exactly. Well, I'm super cool and happy that you called. I mean, it's, Hey, Liz, I just want to let you know that here in Rancho Cucamonga where we're recording right now, uh-huh. um, it's 75 yeah. degrees outside. <laughs> oh, I've oh, heard that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's the temperature out where you're at? Uh, it's probably at least in its like Maybe 40. Oh, my God. Our beer isn't that cold. <laughs> yeah, which is really upsetting, actually. I would, I, I would kill for a beer it's at that temperature. Here. We could put the beers outside in Minnesota and actually have them at the proper temperature than we do here in the refrigerator. Actually, people people do dig when the snow gets high enough. They do dig, like, holes in the snow, uh-huh. like, right outside their windows and stick their beer in it. To are you, are, you a, um, are you a Viking fan? Um, not really. I'm a Packer fan. Okay, my my wife would love you then. So just, I was just gonna give you a hard time that my wife's a huge Packer fan. I don't know how the f- that happened, but um, well, actually, I do. I know her dad and her were big, you know, Packer fans for unknown reasons. Well, but she's got poor Clay, judgment. She did hey, marry Clay you. Matthews, yeah, she man. did. I will be a Packers fan for Clay Matthews anytime. Well, he's for also Clay? a USC I boy. Give so. a shout out also to Elena. I'm best I'm friends with her. Oh, cool. <laughs> How are you? All right. She's your friend. I'm one of my little tiny yes. cat friends. Ah, well, you know what? All your, is it tiny chat? Yeah. All your tiny chat friends are are welcome to call whenever they want and, and have 15 minutes on the mic and, and expose their opinions. I welcome all of Alina's friends. I'm super happy you called Liz. That's actually really cool. Yes, I am too. Well, thank you so much for calling. Your opinion is awesome. Duly noted. You, you kick ass. Alrighty. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. You have a good Bye, evening Liz, up in, warm, the, in the tundra of the North. Yeah. <laughs> So we are Joey and Kona, Alina, the producer. We're having a good and fun discussion. How much more time do we have to expound on this? Uh, we have eight. But I was going to say, speaking about parents, yes. remember the kid who already had a DUI in Texas last year? Yes. And then he stole his dad's truck. Yes. Right. Ran, you know, went yes. through, killed like four people. Yes. And because his parents let him get, with, um, get away with murder, right. literally, was right. it affluenza? So instead of facing jail time, he gets to go to a rehab here. That's an entirely different discussion, though, wow. because because That's no, she's cute. right. She's got a huge point. There is That's a cute. this is a discussion about having the the means and ways of getting out of punishment. What she's talking about, and this is a really good topic. Wow, that they're kids that don't have parents that have the means, and they tend to go to jail for longer and have sentences, whereas the ones that are rich right. get out. That's actually a good topic, Alina, that we probably should discuss. In the next coming weeks. Yeah. So, put yeah, that I, on, put that on, put that on the list. Code, that's a bad one, too, because, I mean, in that situation, the message is, is if you have money, you can get away with it. Whereas the kids that don't have money end up in, you know, yeah, because, you know, uh, what probation with anklets and, you know, breathalyzers. And they have to do I mean, it's it's a lot. This kid did get off with murder because supposedly he was affluent. But it's the same thing with the kid at UCI. I mean, UCSB. Right. I mean, you, you guys saw the video on this. This. 
I mean, he was like all, you beautiful women. Don't, I'm, I'm actually going to look it up. You beautiful women don't want to give me love, and therefore I'm going to take your life. It's like, dude. You know, the world doesn't revolve around you. This is where Fight Club comes in. Yeah. My Fight Club, you know what? You are not a special flower. Right. You're just an ape like all of us. A well, hairless again, ape. Again, going back to the world of no. Yeah, That no. kid's never heard no before. Never heard no. So when some person said no to him, he yeah. didn't know how to handle it. Well, the, the His parents gave him every single everything. thing he ever asked for. Everything. And, and it, it just, we, they, we're just, we're growing these, these kids that have no grit. They're they monsters. Can't, they can't take, criticism they can't take somebody saying oh you're not doing that right they're not they they we really need to start focusing on making adults that are going to be able to handle these these the world let's face it i I contend that um that's not possible because these people that we're talking about and you and i are very logical on it don't understand cause and effect because they weren't taught cause and effect a lot of these 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 kids that we're talking about and this will trip you out because this will tell you how old you and i are right are kids of the 90s in yeah. the 80s yeah. and 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 now they're raising kids that are college age and they become psychotic monsters right. that basically want to murder somebody because some girl wouldn't give them some poon right and then they go off and they go into a bmw in daddy's car saying that since you gave me no love mm-hmm. i'm going to kill everybody right. and it's like the f- do you get off on that you know first of all your dad had all the money on the planet right to to basically give you all the help that you ever needed did and, you ever? And you're at, and you're at, at college in Santa Barbara, so your future is pretty bright if yeah. you can just keep yourself rolling. You know, I I mean I don't know. It's it's. Uh, it has to come to this. This is the guy. Oh, wow. Tomorrow is the day of retribution. Fuck you. I'm glad you're dead. The day in which I will have my revenge. Against you're dead. Humanity. You're dead. Against all of you. This is the guy right here. For the last eight years of my life. Ever since I've hit puberty, Wah. I've been forced to endure an existence of loneliness, Wah. rejection, Wah. and unfulfilled desires. And you know what's so funny? Uh, girls he probably could have got some chicks if he would have shut the f*** up sometimes. Yeah, this I is mean, look, he's a good-looking kid, right? Affection. He's good-looking, right? He's a, you, you do him, right, Alina? Yeah. He looks like a boy band kid, nice yeah, haircut, like, well, BMW. Like guys anyways. So, okay, so you, you'd hit that, right? Right. If he, if he, you, You'd hit that. Be honest. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah you give it up. Okay, so Alina, if, if he had on. a decent I, personality, I, I hit that. That kid's I, cute kid. He well, was you know, anyway. I mean, if I was of that tendency, I probably would hit it Hold too. Hold on, Joey, bring me the bring the, let me see the picture closer. Okay. Okay. He'll, he'll bring it over. So this guy's not bad looking, but the whole problem with the situation with this guy is that he felt entitled to poon. No one is entitled to poon. I mean, when I was, I got lucky when I was like, oh, I don't know. 14 that I had some kind girl that took, you know, mercy upon me. She was a senior girl. Uh, and I was you, deflowered. You were, you were 14? Yeah, I was 14 and a That's senior girl. very Mexican of you. That's yes, awesome. it is. Check it out, eh? Hey. But I didn't knock her up, so it's not very Mexican. Yeah, well, but, good point. <laughs> so anyway, she took mercy upon me and had her way with me. But do you know why I got yeah. lucky? Why? Because I'm not a jerk off. I didn't act like it was entitled. This guy here is crying because since the age of puberty, girls wouldn't look at him. Maybe because you have a really personality. Like I said, shut up. Shut up. So that's the whole point, parents. This whole segment is a public service announcement with Katy Perry writing the f***ing star. That's right. Be a parent. Be Don't be a friend. That's the. I, wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. Don't be a friend. Yeah. Be a parent. Be honest. Go, look, you think that you deserve everything, but I'm going to tell you something really hard in life that you're not going to like. 
Life stinks. Yep. You're not going to get everything you deserve. Right. You're not going to get everything you want. Because you know what? I didn't get everything right. that I deserved. But I didn't get everything that I thought right. I was deserved or should have gotten. But if you can rise above that and you can bust your ass and Absolutely. you can make something of yourself, everybody will respect you because they all come from the same place that we all came from where we were told we weren't good enough, that we couldn't do it. That's and right. when you achieve that awesomeness, whatever it is in life, you want to be a stripper, you want to be a politician, you want to be whatever – People will respect. That's you. right, and and what what you're gonna get from that is that confidence. Yes, that when the girl does reject you, you're like gonna be like, okay, okay, cool. Right. You know what? There's gonna be five others. That's fine. I'm not worried about you right now. I'm not worried about that kind of thing. But it, you get you get that you get that that sensation of accomplishment. Yes, when you when you fail. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, it's failing. All, you know, it's girls, all about falling down seven times yeah, and getting up eight. Yeah. Exactly. That's, it. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Fall down seven, seven times, times, get a bait. And you know what? If you would have had a little bit of that, you probably would have attracted And more the girls. reason you don't have it is because your parents right. are so afraid to offend your kids right. or maybe, I don't know, hurt their, their egos right. that you don't right. give them the truth grenade about life. And that's the secret to life yeah. is getting the f*** back up right. and get in there and get it done mm-hmm. because nobody's going to do anything from you. Yeah. And then what happens is if you don't, you end up with a kid in a BMW that you bought for him or leased for him probably. Let's right. be very honest with yeah. you. Doesn't matter. In the parking lot making a goodbye video because he's going to shoot every girl that didn't give him any poon. Right. That's what happens. Right. And then people are like, oh, it's but why? A but why does he feel entitled to have it? Because that's his what, parents told him. Yeah. That's what I don't yeah, get. That's the, the part. That's the part. It's the parents. Ooh, headhunter. Very nice. Yeah. Talk about 80s. So, ladies and gentlemen, that ends segment number two of By All Means. Your host, Rod Brahas, Joey Ancona, riding shotgun tonight. Alina on the phones and chiming in every once in a while. Very nicely. Yes. Next segment's going to be fun. We're going to talk a little about rock and roll. Wow! We'll be back in a few minutes. By all means, we'll see you in a few. Is that German? Yes. Nice. Thank you. Mexican guy talking German. That's cool. Du, du hast mich. <laughs> That's German, right? Fräulein. Fräulein. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Captain Kirk. That's right. <laughs> what is that from? Nina and the 99 Luff Balloons. 99 Luff Balloons. So, actually, I think this is the, uh, the let me see if this is the German version, because I'm actually interested. Yeah. I want to see what I pick. Nope, this is the After the Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Joey and I were talking about an 80s show we're going to do in the next coming weeks. Oh, that's going to be great. I am going to glue myself here. So what we're going to do, because i got to give him time to get more... Get out of the house credit. I, I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna get you out right away. I'm gonna yes. do it like a month from now. Okay, cool. So make this appointment radios for the interwebs. We're gonna do an entire Throwback Thursday on 80s music, and we're gonna play some pretty amazing and stuff. You know what's cool is we have different 80s yeah. taste. 
You're going to go deep. Although we have a lot of similar stuff. Yeah, you're going to go deep into like the K-Rocky yes. stuff and I'm going to go deep into the, like the hair bands and, and the, and the weird the and the weird like Prince I like funky that. stuff. So yeah. So I I say probably so what we're in so in April. Okay. We'll we'll get, we'll reconvene again and we'll talk 80s. We'll call it like a throwback Thursday 80s. Maybe that's the show we bring Grayson in. Oh, cool. Cuz he could I mean, dude, Grayson he, would kill. He'd kill. He knows right 80s, so yeah. Grayson's the uh, the prophet, head shaman <laughs> of uh, of Flash Pants, a band yes. that you're in, which we will talk about later. Yes. Uh, this segment we're dedicating to rock and roll. The way that I pimped it is is that I have Joey in because there's a few reasons why I say we're going to talk about rock and roll this last segment going into the end of the show. First part is Joey and I go way back. Uh, we're also a little bit of the older persuasion, which means we're very fond of the 80s. Yes, we are. We all did different things when we were fans of the 80s. I wanted to be like Richard Blade. Joey wanted to be like Nick what? Six. Nick Six, <laughs> right, from Only Crew. So, you know, he went his way and I went my yeah. way. And I worked in radio for 12 years, whereas Joey, on the other hand, worked in bands even to this day. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. what we're going to talk about today is how to raise a kick-ass kid. And the reason I call it that segment is because – He's also the godfather of my child, and one of the things that I've always wanted to do when it came to raising a child, which he can provide, is give him a well-rounded education in things other that are schooly. Right. You know, where it's like you and I are very street smart. Right. I'm not school smart. I didn't get good grades until I got into college. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to street smarts about mortgages and interest rates and, you know, I'm pretty bright and you are too. But what I want to teach Gabriel is cool things like I wish my parents had put me in some sort of musical training. Mm-hmm. I never – I mean I always wanted to learn how to play a guitar. I still right. do to this day, which someday we'll get drunk and drink whiskey and you'll teach me oh, some chords. Can, you, we have an adult program. We do so have an adult program, so it's perfect. Yeah. So maybe while Gabriel's getting trained, this is where Joey comes in. So Joey and like myself, I got back into podcasting, radio, broadcasting, and eventually I'm going to you know, expand it to other types of venues of – local lick shows and stuff is I got into insurance to pay the bills. You got into restaurant operations to pay your bills. Right. But we were both soulless, empty shells of ourselves. We weren't doing what we really were made to do. You had to leave that because you wanted to start a family. I had to leave my radio career to basically start a family. Right. Now that we've been doing it for a while, I got back on the chaotic radio, started doing by all means. You, on the other hand, did something pretty cool. You decided to partner up with some really cool cats right. and come up with something called School of Rock Huntington Beach. Right, right. So um, a friend of mine from – I used to work at the Orange County High School of the Arts for yes. about 15 years. Cool school, uh, which, by the way, produced Matthew, Matthew Morrison, Morrison from Glee. Right. Uh, Susan Egan. Uh, just, oh, I didn't know she was from there. Yeah, she's the original Belle on Broadway from Beauty and the Beast. That's pretty big. Um, there's, there's lots of lots – of, I mean we can go on and on. And of on. course. Um, but yeah, so I, I worked there for a long time, um, and, uh, got back into the family business. Um, mm-hmm. my, my father had gotten ill and, uh, they you know, were running four restaurants and, um, he made me, you know, Sicilian guy made me, of course. I couldn't refuse. He made you conciliate. That's right. And, um, <laughs> I, 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 I always missed teaching and I, yes. I, I got into that and I was, I've been always been a musician. Um, and then I got this opportunity, a friend of mine that I worked at the school with, mm-hmm. um, gave me a call one day and he said, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm opening the school of rock 
and I'd love for you to come see the building because we, you know, we have to have these rehearsal rooms mm-hmm. and you know a lot about soundproofing and you play in bands and I'd love to just get your take on all this. Um, and you know, plus you're an educator and you know, I'd love to get that kind of situation going. So I went and checked it out. Um, you know, went through the building with him, told him what he needed to do, you know, run the wires this way. And definitely this room would be a great drum room and back and forth and stuff like that. Um, and about 30 minutes into it, he said, God, I would kill for you to be involved in the school with me. And I go, well, buy me lunch and let's talk about it. And he was like, really? And so, you know, two and a half hours later, you know, he kind of made me an offer and said, Hey, I'd love for you to like musical direct and, and be this part of the school. And so, you know, four months after that, we opened school of rock and hunting to beach. Right. And, um, there's, which is by the way, on beach Boulevard in Maine. Right. Right. Yes. It's right downtown. Um, and it's, it's an amazing, amazing place. School mm-hmm. rock is a national franchise. Sure. There's a uh, 150 of them, um, nationwide. Um, and then there's three international schools. There's two in Brazil. Oh, I wasn't one, aware of that. Yeah. There's oh. two in Brazil, one in Germany, I think, and then one in Canada. Okay. Um, and it's just it's an amazing program. And the cool thing about School Rock is that it's it's a different philosophy on on teaching kids how to play music. Okay. Um when I started playing music, I would take a bass lesson mm-hmm. and he would show me the strings and you know different notes and progressions you know, you have to learn and all that, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um and then you would learn, you know, Mary Had a Little Lamb and you would learn all these really weird songs. The way they do it at School of Rock is that they, you take your private guitar lesson, mm-hmm. or you know, say guitar, drums, bass, vocals, whatever is keyboard. your inclination. Yeah, um, you have your private lesson, and then you have a band practice mm. later that like week, a, like a regular band, like a regular band. Okay. So all the guitar players learn the same songs, all the keyboardists, you know, all the drummers do, and then we put little groups together, mm-hmm. and that's where you learn how to play with somebody else. Nice. And let's face it, nobody dreams of being, you know, nobody dreams of being in a band, you know, the, in the way that you're going to sit in a room with some guy with a neck tattoo teaching you guitar. Everybody right. wants to play in a room with other kids. Right. So we've, we've, we've learned how to do that and process them that way, where they learn all their theory, mm-hmm. where you learn timing. In real, learn in real practice. In real time. Yes. And it's, it, just triples the attention. It triples the amount of time kids want to spend with it because they're doing what they want to do. What they're fantasizing about. And what's funny is they start practicing more and being more interested because, hey, next week I got band practice. I got to learn that ACTC song. Or next, you know, the week. And that's what you're teaching, by the way. It's not Mary Had a Little Lamb. It's like, shook me all night long. Yeah. So, I mean, we have kids as young as, as four. Okay. Um, and they have, we call rookies class. And that's, mm-hmm. um, you know, that class is basically getting them instru- interested in all the different instruments. We okay. have like scaled down instruments and stuff like that. Um, the first song they learn is TNT by ACDC. TNT. I saw um, that by the way, which is a cute video. Very cute video. And, yep. and that's a song. That's a song that their parents know. That's yeah. a song that comes on the radio. It's a song that they can sing and not be embarrassed about. Right. Um, the second song they learn is I Love Rock and Roll. Easy. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, same thing, but they're learning it that way. Um, then we have the Rock 101 mm-hmm. program, and that's for, you know, um, you know, like seven to 10 year olds. Okay. Um, those are kids that have picked an instrument that they want to focus on. Mm-hmm. They get a half hour lesson once a week, mm-hmm. and then they get an hour and a half band practice once a week. So it's a pretty intense program. It's about, you know, it's about two or three hours a week right. of, of instruction. But, but the growth is exponential. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, they're, yeah. they're playing songs from the Who, they're playing Nirvana, they're, you know, and then, on top of that, we have what we call performance group. Now, performance group is uh, usually 11 to 17-year-olds. Right. 
those kids are they get a 45 minute lesson once a week okay. and then they have a band practice once a week for three hours wow now those kids are in a performance class so what i do is i pick a theme for a concert okay so right now we're doing um the british invasion nice so they're learning beatles and stones right and then they're actually going to play a concert live in front of their friends and family house of blues house of blues in anaheim nice. on, on on march 29th on, uh, that's a sunday at 11 o'clock so come that's out. gonna be awesome right but, I, I mean could you imagine never playing a guitar 80 percent of the kids in that class have never even been ever sure. been on stage not to mention 70 percent of them have never even played an instrument up and until then now they're showing ago. up at the house of blues on stage their first gig is house of blues That's so awesome. my, my whole role is like telling them like it's only downhill from here man they're <laughs> gonna be playing crappy parties and bars yeah but i mean and and that's the philosophy and it's it's just amazing when i when i when I learned about how they teach uh-huh. and I learned how they're doing this music, right. I was I was hooked right away because that's how I learned how to play music. What's the website for your for your the school? website is uh it is oh my god, I don't know. I'm website. glad you brought it. That's I brought perfect. my little thing. Huntington Beach dot school of rock dot com. So well, that's, that's easy. Huntingtonbeach.schoolofrock.com. We're on Facebook as well. Yep. Huntington Beach School of Rock. Um like us. Yes. Um and there's do. lots of video and stuff. Um we're starting a, our adult program next month. So, so tell me about that. So like uh, if I wanted to learn to play guitar. Yeah. So it would be the same thing. You although have, I think I want to learn bass, to be honest with you. Great. I'm inspired by you because the guitar is sexy, but I think the bass is the backbone of a band. You know, I'm a bass player. So, so yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not kissing up to you. I'm just telling yeah. you that I really, you know, like yeah. Flea. I well, look up to Flea. Flea. Awesome. So, I mean. Duff for, McKagan was one of my high idols coming up. I'm thinking that bass yeah. would be. So, like, okay, I'm Rod. I want to learn to play bass. Right. The, so the adult you, program does this? It's exactly the same as a kid. You're going to have a 45-minute lesson once a week. Okay. And you're going to have a two-hour band practice. With adults your own age. Do you provide the instruments? We do provide the instruments okay. if you don't have them. Um, and, uh. You're there, and, and, and you're going to learn songs, and you're going to play in a group with people. Okay. And a lot of the adult programs, we try to separate from the kid program, sure. so it'll be on a day where there's no kids at the school, okay. so you don't have to feel weird that some kid's I shredding guitar next to you. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's adult, so we can all go to the bar afterwards and hang out and okay. talk about it, and, and I'll book you guys gigs at small places. You hmm. can invite your friends to come out after you've learned. You See, know? that's pretty immersive. I and, like that. And that's immersive, and, that, yeah. and that's the thing. And, and parents come in, sometimes they go, oh, wow, three hours a week, that's a lot. I'm like, this is like club sports. Yeah. For kids well, I do music. this for two hours a week. Right. So, I mean, for me, it's the same right. know, concept. But, you know, if your kid is, is really good at baseball, he's going to have batting practice. Yes. He's going to have throwing practice. He's got strength training. And then he's got games on the weekend. Sure. That's four or five hours a week right there. If your kid wants to be in the music, you know, and I tell them, I'm like, this is this is a place where where – where kids want to play music. This what's isn't the, like lessons. What's the cost like for something? The like cost is, is, you know, pretty reasonable because, okay. because of so much. So, you know, uh, the performance program is $2.99 a month. That's nothing. But that's, that's three, that's three and a half hours of instruction a week. A week. Yeah. That's you huge. Know, so that's a lot. I yeah, mean, it's, 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 in, in, it's intensive. So yeah, it's about 50 bucks an hour, which any guitar teacher is going to charge sure. you. But, but you uh, end up playing at the House of Blues. Right, for that's sakes. the other part. Yeah. That's the part that that you're not going to get. You're right. not going to get that with the instructor at you know some of the other schools. And I'm not bad mouthing that. No, I mean, no, that's no, a no, lot no. of way people would like to learn. Some people don't want to be in a group. Some people don't want to play in front of people, and that's great. Right. But you know, like you know, we have a lot of competitors that go online and they talk a lot of crap about School of Rock. Whatever. And, and I just go, hey. We're not in. We're not competing. Some people like In and Out. Mm-hmm. Some people like Rubies. Some people like. You Let know. me give you the best advice because yeah. you, you you knew me when I when I sold you the the Toyota. That's right. I sold. I love that truck, by the way. I love that truck too. I also used to sell BMW. You're my friend. You are the BMW of the music <laughs> teaching. Think about this. That's and this great. is they taught me that I never badmouth Honda, Acura, Lexus because you're fucking BMW. Right. So you know, for you. 
and, and and just based on how you're explaining the immersive program, the hours involved, mm-hmm. the performance group, the fact that you're you know going to be performing like with the House of Blues and with the adults, it's also uh, immersive where you're going to get hands-on three hours training. I when By, someone talks about you, right, take it as a compliment right. because they they have to talk crap right. about you because now right. they're competing against a program that it's no longer about price anymore. Right. Notice that. Right. Now they're like, oh well, blah 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 blah. Right. Be like, oh, but you know what? Look at what you're getting from this particular program. Right. So, I mean, you guys are doing it right. Right. Your attitude towards it is like, well, hey, you know what? They hate us. Yeah. Because they ain't us. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, and you know what's funny is 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 the other thing too is my the instructors that I hire, right. they're all working musicians. These aren't music teachers. These are guys that gig and tour mm-hmm. and want to do this because they hey, yeah, it's they a, love it. It's a good little paycheck, but sure. still, hey man, I, I want I want somebody who's doing it because So the people you you hire literally that weekend will be playing at the Rio Vista Inn in Anaheim. Absolutely. Okay, that's and, bomb. And not only that, but like, you know, I, I have I have them from all aspects. I have classically trained multi instrumentalists. Right. My my guitar teacher plays in one of the top Beatles tribute bands oh, awesome. in all of the country. Which one is it? Oh God, you're gonna make me think. I I, I don't don't. Hard Day Night. No, no. I think he plays for Fab Four. Backbeat. Oh, Backbeat's oh. pretty cool. I, I, but I could yeah. be lying. Well, the fact alone that you have the different variants in right. format and in genre right. is huge. Oh yeah. Because then you're not you're not pigeonholing yeah. yourself like I'm only teaching people. Punk. Yeah, our vocalist is a you know a signed artist and and she you know she wow. she teaches she teaches vocals because she loves teaching kids and again oh. when you're a musician it's nice to have a day gig yes and my rule for them is like you're always out by eight o'clock yeah I never book a I never book a lesson after eight o'clock right so you can be in L A by nine o'clock and do your gig that night because I encourage that that's awesome you know what I mean right and and that's 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 also different because you're you're actually learning from a guy who does this for a living right so he's not worried that maybe you don't you can't read the chart exactly right. Right. But hey, that's the way you play that lick, and this is how you do that. Those things are going to build you to the part right. where you go, I want to learn how to read it right. What I also I get from you, right. which is really unique, is that a lot of times the people that want to get into modeling, even though they're ugly, right? The oh, you you're going to be a great model, blah 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 blah. I get the vibe from you, like if somebody has a lick of musical. Uh, ability, you're going to cultivate that because you want them to succeed. And right. if there isn't, you're going to find the musical ability that's in them in whatever instruments possible. But also to challenge them. I right. mean, you know, like they're, they're playing British Invasion. So right. they're playing Beatles and Stones and the Kinks and the Who. Right. And that's cool. Not some of those kids don't want to play the Who, right? But I'm like, you're going to be a better guitarist because of it. You know, my I have a this metal guitar player, and he's just he's metal. He's 15. You know, he wants to play metal. He right. doesn't care about, and I'm, and he's like playing Love Me Do, and he's just like um. looking at me like, why am I learning this? And then he goes, Oh my God, that that's a that's this kind of chord, and that's yeah. and then Metallica. I'm like, where do you think Metallica right, got the that lightning. from? It's right, from yeah. you know, fade you know, to black, and, and yeah. you know, yeah, and I and, that, and that's the kind of guy where like I'm like, no, you should play funk. Yeah. You should play, you know, pop songs and really learn how to play music. Then when I got the, you know, the, the, the Taylor Swift girl, I'm like, no, no, you're playing the kinks. Yeah. You're going to play, you know, you're going to play the runaways. Right. Like you're going to, you're going to get this education because I picked the music. Right. You know, and so they get into it and it's amazing how many of them just go, Oh my God, I never, the light bulb goes on. Yeah. The yeah. Rolling Stones. That's a, that stuff is amazing. I'm like, yeah. well, there's a reason why stones are pretty freaking. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, yeah. you know, to, and to I'm a wa- Beatles fan too. To, to watch death. a 14 yeah. year old girl sing sympathy for the devil. Yeah. Will blow your mind yeah that's a trip i mean it's a trip that's a great song yeah Yeah. and like you know she has to understand it yes she has to figure out what the lyrics mean you know we you know i have to explain things to her oh yeah you know and how's that conversation by the way the song is about the devil and how he kind of 
encroaches into everyday life. Yeah, He's, exactly. You know, I'm I'm riding the tank. Yeah. You know, I watched Anastasia die. You yeah, know? I just that trips yeah. me out because the and, Stones more than anybody had some really dark lyrics. Right, and what's great is that the research that she did, uh-huh. she came in the you know the next rehearsal and was like, Mind oh my god, this yeah. was deep. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, everything is in Kanye. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is deep. <laughs> like, let's get together and learn right. some stuff. The Who, all yeah. the drummers are like. How the hell is he Won't playing that? Won't get fooled that? again. Yeah. My generation. You know, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and I mean, I, 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 I'm obviously very passionate about it. Of course. Um, I took a big, huge pay But cut. that's who you want to learn from. Right, right. And yeah, you come in and I'm usually at the desk right. with the bass, learning a song that I need to play right. or learning a song that I need to teach. Right. And, you know, there's music constantly playing. We have, we have a big video screen where we play concerts and, you know, the kids come in and they go, Oh, have you ever heard of this band? And I, if I haven't, I write it down. And I go and listen. I'm like, Oh, what are you into? Like music is a thing. We have this like clubhouse environment there, mm-hmm. and I tell the kids when they sign up, I'm like, nobody knows you here. You can be anybody you want. You can do whatever you want. You can be the quiet, shy kid. You can be the outgoing, outspoken kid. Like this isn't school, school. Right. This is school of rock. Like so, come in here with a good attitude. Come in here and want to learn and 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 be part of the team. That's the other thing. You're you know, if you're a drummer and you don't know your part, you're, you're letting five people down. Yeah. Like so, they you know they do it like that, and and it's it's just so I. I mean, I get home some nights and it's like 1030 at night yeah. and so buzzed that yeah. I can't go to sleep. Right. And my wife's just like, you know, I, it's been so long since I've seen that face on you, you know, yeah. my smile. And, um, it's, it's just, well, it's ama- like it's when amazing, I come home, like, after, like tonight, yeah. I'll listen to the whole damn show. Oh, wow. And I go to bed, like, I don't know, at one o'clock in the morning and go back in, you know, cause I have the regular gig yeah. at the insurance agency, yeah, but yeah, I totally yeah. feel you cause you're just like so amped. You're right. like, I want to hear and see where I can kind of improve on things right. you know but that's the passion you want from an instructor you don't want some dude who you go into their house and then they're just like okay play you know a b c d right. blah 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 right. and they're and they're again i'm not going to bad mouth that because no. that's the way a lot of people learn and sometimes my my theories you know the way i do is maybe a little bit too intense sure. for some people and i get that right but you know what i guarantee you're gonna have a good time i mm. guarantee you're gonna have fun i guarantee you're gonna learn some stuff and i know that you're gonna be a better musician person yeah no person because I don't care if a kid can play. Right. I really don't. I can teach you how to play. Right. I didn't know how to play when I started playing in bands. I started playing in bands because the girl singer in my high school was super cute and I wanted to get to know her better. So I went and bought a bass. I had no idea how to play it. And you figured it out. Well, the only reason they put me in the band is because my dad owned a pizza place. And ah. so the guitar player showed me how to play. Right. And I only knew the nine songs that they knew. Right. And we and I played a party. And the first time I played a party and a girl came up and talked to me, I'm like, oh, I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. I'll learn how to play later you know you're like me when i became a dj oh god yeah because I, I dj the first house party i'm like oh, the I'm, power I'm that you have yeah. and the thing is is when i in what i teach the kids too it's like no matter what you're playing when you when you're in a club and you see a band the people that are watching you they want to be you right they want to be up there doing that they might not ever be able to do that sure but it's an envious thing it's like watching a great soccer player player a great yeah. baseball player like you wish you could be that guy Mm-hmm. And I'm giving you the opportunity. I'm giving you the guitar lessons. I'm giving you the the opportunity to play with other people and really find your soul. I have I have one of our one of our vocalists came to school rock. She's been singing in choirs right. her whole life. She's never sang by herself. Oh, that must be a trip. And she is blossoming. I mean, she sounds like Pat Benatar. Wow. And she's never sang alone. 
and it's amazing. And I'm giving her these weird songs, and she's like, "Really? I got to sing Wild Thing?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. you have to sing Wild Thing." You know, figure that out. And watch, yeah. and just watching her blossom, and right. just like, you know, and she's starting to dress a little different. And her mom's like, "Oh my God, she has so much confidence now." Yeah. And you know, she was really shy. Well, it's before. all about performance. You know, it, yeah, you know, man. some people get off on different things. It's some muscles, man. Uh, either athletes or they're maybe into like academics but you know when when you find the person who's got the musical right bug right and then you see that light bulb go on it must be a total freaking right. trip you're and, like, you, and know, you did it you're like oh fuck yeah yeah it. yeah take it take it take yeah. it take, you know and, and i always you know i always tell the parents i'm like i don't care if they become rock stars right. i'm like they're gonna be a happier person because they know how to play a little music yep. and they've had these experiences and they're gonna be a nicer right bank teller and they're gonna be a better you know, professor someday because they had this art. Art is something that that you that you should nurture and grow. Right. I never became a rock star. Right. I wanted to be Nikki Six. I'm mm. way too short and way too Italian for that right. to happen. Right. Um. But I I'm I appreciate art. I appreciate the guy on the side. Yeah. You know, in, in the subway playing music. I appreciate the the girl that's studying how to draw or the fashion designer. Like, and more I importantly, you appreciate the road. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. The, you know the, oh, the, the, the the progression from a person who yeah. has no experience yeah. to like to the person you are today. Yeah. I love to hear you know like some of the adults that are interested in the program. They're just like, mm. oh, I'm a banker. Yeah. And I just I need I need I wanna, like, I, that's I the guy it. I want, man. Yeah. I want the guy that has to wear a suit every day yep. and show up in his Guns and Roses. T- shirt yeah. he wants to play drums you yeah. know like that's what i want that, you know? that's like, a kick yeah i get to do it you know like i want other people to do it did you um did you have to take a big pay cut to do this i did yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because i mean you probably had the regular nine to five gig which was I, decent yeah yeah no i mean you know i did good, good little job and it was cool and luckily i have an amazing wife yeah who does not care how much money i make and as long as well she wants uh, you happy as long as the lights are on the women love care. that yeah you know because you, yeah. you could make all the money in the world but if and don't like, get me wrong i have two well, amazing partners larry boodman yeah. And Jeff Noons, who who are supportive, who do all yeah. of the the really cool stuff to let me be the teacher and sure. let me be the artsy guy, mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about you know billing people, and sure. I don't have to worry about the insurance. They and take I don't care have to of the worry business, yeah. the ASCAP yeah. fees, and oh yeah, you know yeah. You, yeah. they just go, you know, I go, hey, I need you know, I need this wall pedal, and they go, okay. So you went from like a, a straight gig like me, right? You know, to jump full into to run the school of rock, right? So what what did what have you had to do? Because this will probably relate to the kids that are, you know, oh, yeah. thinking about wanting to do this, or the, even the adults. Oh yeah. So okay, so now you're like, all right, I'm going to start the school of rock. I'm right. putting my own skin in. You obviously got to make ends meet. Right. Did you Did you continue, or did you yeah, increase well, your your band thing? Well, or? yeah. I mean, I've, I've 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 always played in bands. Right. I mean, it's always been kind of a part time thing. I don't. I always tell people like I don't play golf. I play music. You okay. know, that's what I do. So. That's you know people are like oh do you, have you have you ever played rock band on you know on, on the Wii and I go <laughs> oh yeah I, I play it for real I in you know, real yeah. life yeah uh-huh. so you know I've I've ramped that up I play you know I play music at night now more often okay. which I love like on the weekends and at night a weekend and at nights mm-hmm. um, Thursday through Sunday usually I have a good like somewhere. bars and clubs bars and clubs um, no I shit. Do casinos and stuff um, mm. I have my own band Mojo Sonic which is you know you your kind of bar band kind of cool thing okay um, I play with this great eighties band on occasion called Neon Nation. Okay. Um, and now I am part of the cast, I call it, of, <laughs> of Flash Pants, which is a oh, – oh, that's Mojo. Yeah, that's I'm a gonna, little Mojo I'm, Sonic. I'm going to play it in a second. Yeah. But yeah, I'm getting ready for you. Yeah. So you said uh, Flash Pants? Flash Pants, yeah. Flash Pants is like a – oh my god. It's it's like a cabaret act. Like we, It's an 80s band. Yeah. Um, all choreographed. Um, 
we dress kind of like, <laughs> oh my god, kind of like a gay basketball team from the seventies. So like in all red butt hugger shorts, all red tank tops, like, yeah, little tank tops and and sweatbands and and uh, uh, mustaches and um and that's that's just a just a rip roaring good time. I mean, they play in all the eighties bars around town. And so Mojo Sonic, that first band you mentioned, yeah, so just a bar band. Yeah, we're kind of a bar band, corporate act. We have a, a me and a girl singer. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, we play your bar stuff. We play Katy Perry. We play Journey. We play, you know, Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. Okay. So that's what this video is? Yeah, that's some video of us at a few gigs. Now you need me on the bass? <laughs> yeah, I see you right here on the video. <laughs> and, you know, we play, yeah, she's great. She's great. That's Amber. This was at the Orange County Fair. That's the Orange County Fair. We I was at that fair. show. Yeah, you yeah. were. <laughs> I remember that. My mother-in-law went. Gabriel went. He was dancing around. Right, right, right. That was super fun. Wifey and kids. Your wifey and kids were there. I remember that. I think your mother-in-law was even there. My mother-in-law was there dancing. Dude, you guys sound good. Thanks, man. So this is Mojo Sonic, typically bars, Yeah, I mean, we're a good time. Keep people dancing. We do, you know, current stuff. A lot of 80s stuff because that's kind of my wheelhouse. But, I mean, everything from Tom Petty to Pink. That's you on vocals right here. That's a little Jesse's girl. That's you right there, dude. Yeah. You know what my wife loves when you do? Because we'll probably do this when you come out to uh, karaoke. Because you've been out once. And you already know what the cougars I are like. I love, I love karaoke. Um, when you do Journey, she just freaking loves that. <laughs> I think you either do... Uh, uh, I do separate ways. Separate ways, which is kick ass. Yeah. There's a little Don't Stop Believing. Don't Stop Believing. So this is Mojo I Sonic. Say, he is so good. <laughs> Don't, don't knew, tell that to Lena because she'll knew, get mad. He knew Journey was coming up. I did. So, like, if somebody wanted to book Mojo Sonic, what would they do? Uh, go to MojoSonicRocks.com. MojoSonicRocks.com? Mo- yeah, or MojoSonic on Facebook. And uh, there's all the links there. We played. We just did a big uh, 40-year-old birthday party, which was a blast. We just played the Canyon Inn. And, this gives you uh, a lot of credibility, though, when you're doing, like, a school of rock. Yeah. Well, you're, you're not yeah, like I mean, some straight-laced dude who yeah, just, you know, failed yeah. and didn't give up. Like, you, on the weekends, yeah. will go out and do the shows and lug the equipment. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. try to collect the money. It's funny because sometimes you know kids will show up early for their rehearsal, and I'll be in one of the rooms like oh, that's awesome. learning a new song or like I, they caught me. I was doing the new Bruno Mars, and I was I love that song. like trying to play it and sing it at the same time. I mean, they're working on the it. Red really... tight pants with the kids walking in. Ah, uh, no, no, no. I'm appropriately that's... dressed. So I'm going to segue next to who? What's the second band you want me to do? Uh, well, Neon Nation. Okay, but so let, look... let's let's go to Flash Pants. Neon Nation. They're they're great, and everybody knows them. Flash Pants is is um. You know, they're 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 my they're my they're my new weekend secret. <laughs> so how, describe them to those who are not familiar with Flashpants. What is what is Flashpants? Flashpants is an eighties band. Um they are a they're almost a comedy cabaret act. They like look, they, they are look it. super interactive with the audience. Um the most booked band in California. Would most you would you agree band, with that? I, they are because okay. I know what the calendar looks like. That band is so popular that there are three versions of Flashpants playing all weekends. So you're the lead of I'm band the lead number three? Of band number three. Okay. I sing lead for number three and I play bass for um, band number two uh-huh. on most nights. And then you're um, filling on one. And then I fill in on so one. So you're waiting for your chance. Yeah. yeah you're well, gonna get it. We'll see. You're gonna get it. But uh it's I mean if you've if, if if you've never seen Flash Pants and you see them at your local place, you have to go experience So should it. I play Flash Pants on Good Day LA or should I do Flash Pants Fun 80s Dance Band? Do Fun 80s Dance Band. Okay, so this, ladies and gentlemen, is the band called Flash Pants, which you have to check out. 
Okay, so Flash Pants does corporate events, weddings. <laughs> yeah. Devo, huh? Little Devo. There's choreography. Full choreography, full outfits. Wow. <laughs> By the way, they're all wearing fake mustaches, although yeah. you don't really need to that well that much, right? No, no. I wear a fake one just because I'm hiding from the government, though. But It's almost like being in Kiss because I'm in costume. Right. I have all this stuff on my face, so when I leave the club, nobody knows who, who was singing or playing bass. It's great. So, like, if somebody wanted to experience flash pants in the choreography, yes. Uh, what's the next gig you're playing? The next gig I'm playing is at the Blue Beat in Newport Beach okay. on March 22nd. That's a Sunday night. Okay. Um, we have a, 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 a kind of a residency there like every other Sunday. Nice, nice. Um, the, the, that band, that, that I will be fronting that band that yes. night. Um, but Flash Pants plays every weekend all over Southern SoCal, California. right? Yeah, all over everywhere. They play a lot at the 80s uh, bar that I've been going They're, to. Yeah, 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 they play in all three of those 80s bars. They're kind of the house band for them. So there's usually one of the Flash Pants at one of the 80s bars. <laughs> is that one of those jerk-off? That is called the Shake Weight. The Shake Weight. And there's a great part of the show where there's a Shake Weight competition where we bring people up. And they have to show us how good they are at the shake weight, which basically, is hilarious. Which is the hand job, basically. 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 Yes. Um, Dude, they're playing Gangnam Style? Gangnam Style. Okay. There's, there's musical dance breaks. There's full-on comedy thing. There's lots of interaction. There's lots of sing-alongs. Um, you got to tell Grayson to come on the show. Oh, Grayson. I, 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 I'd love to pick Grayson his brain. is the brainchild of all of this. He's a freaking genius yeah this is smart yeah well you know i i always told everybody and alina can vouch for this i said this back in the 90s when we were in college that the 80s flashback and the 80s nostalgia was going to be the big thing in fact when we were in radio school we did a radio programming class and you'll remember this alina i actually made a radio an 80s station and my station was called thunder 106 our 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 project was that you had to remake kyms at 106.3 right and come up with the format. My format was cla- – and I called it classic alternative, which is hilarious because that's not what they call first wave on, right, on Sirius XM. Right, right, right. And I came up with the format for yeah. classic alternative, and I had the whole thing was going to be shtick. Right. Going to be nothing but 80s cheese. Right. Great song, by the way. Um, and everybody <laughs> laughed at me. And now if you look, this uh, the, uh, David Navarro. The, yep. the, uh, 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 is that his Chili name? Peppers, David yeah. Navarro. Yeah, you know, the, he he's capitalizing on Chains it. addiction, actually. Yeah, you know, the, if you go with the owner of the 80s bar, he saw the writing on the wall that 80s was going to be the way to go. Oh, yeah. And I think that Grayson yeah. very intelligently capitalized on this and go, look, there's going to yeah. be need for 80s nostalgia bands. And there's lots of 80s bands out there. Neon Nation's another one. But they're, they're not great. a show. This, this, is a, this is an evening. This, this is, is an is event. Like, Going to a comedy club right. or going to a cabaret. I keep saying cabaret because I'm from theater. So when I first saw this band six years ago, before uh-huh. I was even a part of it, and Grayson is a, somebody that I've known for years, he invited me out. And after the first set, he took me out in the parking lot. And he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I get it. I totally get what you're doing. Right. You're, you're bringing back the particip- – you're making it an event. You're making it a fun night out. And I've been on stage as a bass player for this band. I've been on stage as a singer for this band. Yeah. And this is one of the only bands that I've ever been to where halfway through the second song, people are on their phone calling their friends going, you have to get down to this bar. You have to see this band. It looks like a, a riot. It's a riot. It's a it's the greatest time. It's barely work. 
So I mean, flashpantsband.com really is. is what I see here yep. on, on and then, the video. And then, and then uh, if you go on Facebook, they have three different Facebook pages. They have Inland Empire, L.A., and Orange County. Okay. And if you, get, if you become friends, they'll tell you when they're playing in your city. They make it real easy. Sure. Um, and it's, it's just a good time. And, and it's become almost like Rocky Horror. Like people yeah, watch the show like so many times, they know the dance moves, and there's people that come up to the front of the stage and start doing the dance moves. They already know them. It's, it's just a, it's a blast. It really is. Did you expect yourself to be in a band like that? When I you didn't, were- and I didn't think that you know at at the at the ripe age of, that I am that I would be playing the same songs I learned in high school. Right. But I am, and the, one of the one of my favorite things to do is we'll be playing some college town. We'll play like in Irvine, or we'll play okay, in, you know, in, in in Newport or something. And there, you know, young people there. Sure. And they'll come up and some girl every night will say the same thing go oh jesse's girl my mom loves that song oh god you feel like a million years old you're like no yeah yeah she does jesse's girl of course but you know i i think that there's like something to be said about you know people our age that really have nostalgia for the 80s you know people that grew up in the 60s and the 70s you know the 80s was pretty much either our high school or college years and um you know, there's something about the nostalgia of going back in time yeah. and getting involved in a show like that. And I think that also leads a lot of, um, cre- you know, credence to when you're trying to help your kids yeah, and kind of explain to them like, you know, hey, this is what band life really is. Like yeah. when people ask me, like, do I want to get into radio? I'm like, oh, f- no, you don't want to get into yeah. radio. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of rewarding things about it. Same thing with music, right? right. I mean, right. It, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, what's what's really interesting in working with, with kids is like they, they experience music differently than we do. You know, we had... We had a soundtrack for our world. Like, right. you know, I had a cassette player in yes. my bathroom and I'd listen to K Rock in the morning. Right. And then I would play, I would have my, my jam that I would play when I was getting ready to go out. And right. then I would have a tape in the car right. that I would rewind perfectly. So when I pulled up to her house, you know, Billy Idol would be playing yeah. when I got there. And, right. and then, you know, it, it, it's the way we experienced it. And you fought for your music back sure. then. When I was in a metal band, you know, in the eighties and playing Sunset Strip and stuff, like, like it was serious. Like we yeah. took it very serious. Like, right. you know, you know, you you went to the Poison show and you went and saw Warrant and you know you you know guys, you know, you know the punk kids would say and you would fight and you would you know we we wore it on our sleeves. It was very different right. because. You had to make an effort. You had to go to Licorice Pizza to get your record. Oh, God, Licorice Pizza. You know, right? Yeah. You had to go to Tower and stand in line right. the night the Guns N' Roses album came or out. Or Music you know? Plus to get your tickets. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. And now, you know, I'm, you know, I have 14, 15-year-olds, and they listen to, you know, they listen to The Cure, and then they listen to... You know, God, just every, they listen to everything. They listen right. to, you know, they listen to Taylor Swift and then they listen to Metallica and then they listen to The Who right. and then they listen to, you know, Adam and the Ants. And then they, they, they're so eclectic because everything is just, Oh, I like that song. They pull it in. They don't, they don't have a genre like we did. Right. Like you were new romantic if you sure. listen to Duran Duran or you were, you know, you were a punk if you listen yeah. to Social D, you know, like they don't care. I was an alternative kid. Yeah. Oh, well, me too. I and, was, and, yeah. they, and then I, I would challenge people like, well, call me, call yeah. me, call me like, you know, you're fag. I'm yeah. Like, uh, dude, I like Morrissey and Depeche Mode. Right. Tell that to my face. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know, you had to fight for your oh, music, yeah. you know, cause that's, I love that music. Yeah. That's what I, I'm I, proud that I knew how to put eyeliner on. Well, like, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, know? you know, for me, it was just the fact that I, I was a we talked about Morrissey and the fact that I'm Mexican and it was just <laughs> inbred into me. Yeah. I loved Depeche Mode, Morrissey, The Cure, The Smiths, Oingo Boingo. That was like my my wheelhouse right. for me. Right. You know, and now it's kind of cool that it's starting to be 
um, it's nostalgia, but right. it's kind of cool that you, right. you're kind of exposing the kids to the to the different genres. Right, right. I mean, you know, like you know, they, they always, oh, Joey, what's your what's your favorite no. what's your favorite band? And I'm like, today, today, today it's Guns N' Roses because yeah. that's what I listened to this morning. Right. Tomorrow it'll be Social Distortion or or Prince or you know, it just it just depends. It depends on what I need it for. Right. If I'm working out, yeah, maybe I'm not going to listen to you know. You know, icicle works, but if I'm, oh, wow, icicle works. Yeah. yeah. But you know, but if, you know, if, if me and my wife are having a quiet little dinner, yeah, maybe I'll put a little prince on in the background yeah. or whatever. Of course. You know? Well, she's a big prince fan. She is a big prince Rid- fan. Ridiculously big prince fan. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that music is very, very different for people. But the yeah. fact that you're reaching out and giving the kids an opportunity to learn how to play that. Right. You know, I didn't have that opportunity. I mean, it was either you go to some stuffy dude and learn music, but I was mm-hmm. an athletic kid, so mm-hmm. I just did ath- you know, right. athletic stuff. Right. Now that Gabriel is, you know, at a certain age, I'm able to do stuff like, hey, you know, maybe I'm going to send him to School of Rock, give him a little right. bit of music education along with the uh, with the sports. Right, and I do have a lot of kids that play sports on Wednesday and they come to School of Rock on Thursday. Right. And, you know, like, yeah, I love the well-roundedness. I'd much rather have it. a kid that has all of that, you know, and good in school or bad in school or whatever they got, you know. So um, pimp it out, my friend. What's, School of Rock. What's the website again? It's Huntington Beach dot school of rock.com beautiful um and and on facebook as well why don't you give your phone number too my phone number at the school of rock is 714-847-7788 very well done 714-847-7788 speaking of the stones we have stones back here nice shelter um Doing this, doing this song at this concert, and you're also available on Facebook. So if one people want to look for School of Rock Huntington Beach, you'd be there. Definitely, definitely, and check out the bands Mojo Sonic and uh, Flash Pants. Flash Pants has the websites uh, on Facebook. So just if you go to Facebook, just type in Flash Pants. Yeah, by the time by the time you put the S in Flash Pants, it'll pop up. It pops up pretty easily. They are a big, big, huge deal. And then what was your next gig again? My next gig with them is the 22nd of March at the Blue Beat in Newport Beach. Nice. But you know what? Just go on. Friend, like the Check page, out the different d- and you'll iterations. get all kinds of funny posts and funny pictures. And perfect, um, yeah, it's a good time. Excellent, my friends. By all means, your host Rod Barajas. Night number five of this awesome experiment. Thank you so much for calling and in. And you know what? Congratulations, uh, man. I'm so happy for you for doing this. Man. Oh, thanks, I bro. Know, I know. I know. This is this is for your heart, and yeah. it just makes me happy to see you happy. We're having a lot of fun. Yeah, we are. <laughs> you know, it's it, the first few nights. It was kind of hairy. I think Alina would agree to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but um, I think it's pretty natural. We got some great stuff. We're gonna have you back in a month. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a throwback Thursday. Yeah. I think Alina will probably just in her 80s. I might, I might, I might have to wear some spandex. Yeah, it, it and we're just going to just delve in deep into 80s. That would be hot. I'll probably dig up some old commercials from the 80s. Oh, that would be great. Where's the, the beef? Where, it's going to be fun. Where I, yes. I've actually gotten people on Facebook ready, like, oh, you have to do the throwback show. So we'll do a yeah. throwback show like in April, May. Yeah. And it'll be fun, guys. We'll get all the music, all the swag, and we'll yeah, just do it. Maybe up. I can get a couple of flash pants guys in and we'll Ooh, play a that'd be live. Sick. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be sick. fun. So uh, thank you, gentlemen, ladies. Immediately after this broadcast, we will have available for download this show. Otherwise, we'll see you next week, 8 o'clock, same bat place, same bat channel. Catch you guys later. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. Show.